Are we recording? Yeah. Hello. Welcome back <laughs> to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody, but else, nobody does. else does. My name is Elaine. I'm Carly. John. I'm Tony. <coughs> Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. I have science fiction <laughs> fantasy. No, you don't. Tony, did you need a haircut? Yes. I know. Oh, crap. I have action adventure. I didn't say anything. She never says it. John and you were the only ones that say anything. Don't say never. Okay. Once every Once she did. 12 times. We take... But you see him every day. I don't see him every day. Uh, I do notice I just don't like say it. anything. Well, then that's on you. And then... You have to say something. Yeah. Do you see something? Say something. <laughs> Everyone likes compliments. <laughs> we take, also, if she's asleep, that means no. Mm-hmm. We take turns selecting from our movie genre movies that, in our opinions, have not received the respect they deserve. You what won't see any these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give them a second chance. This week on the podcast is Elaine's pick. <laughs> Yay! I picked 2018's Aquaman. Oh, right there. Oops. 2018. Um. This, of course, is a big budget comic book movie put out by Warner Brothers. It has a 65% thermometer with a 72 audience score, a 55 Metacritic, thank you Metacritic, a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb overall. It had a budget of 160 million. In the United States, it made 335 million. Worldwide, it made 1.148 billion. This won an award in China as the best American film released in China. Like there was some kind of like that. I don't think that that's what it was literally called, but I, but that was like the thing that they said on, on <laughs> China at the like some Chinese award show. Um, this like it did best foreign huge film. They probably in, have best. Yeah, this is huge in China. Apparently, China is all about Aquaman. Fish. Well, they like Aquaman. And the Meg. They have powers, but they're not witches or ghosts. That is correct. <laughs> Chinese people? No. Oh. The, no, the characters in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Hadn't done a comic book movie in a while, so I thought it would be fun. And mm-hmm. I've been wanting to watch this. What do you think going in, Tony? I was like, I remember liking this in the theater, but I haven't seen it since. So we'll see what happens. John? I was like, hey, it's a movie. I've seen it. Okay, Carly. Mm. I thought I saw this in the theater. Did I see it in the theater with you guys? <laughs> uh, yes, probably. Because yes. <laughs> I saw it with Tony. Because we all laughed and you about probably Ocean did. Master. Yes. yes. <laughs> because Tony was like, I was thought that was so cool. And then he said it out loud. And I was like, ew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some comic book things, once you see in the, the hard light of day, is like, wow. It's like the word trebuchet. Cool. You say it in your mind, and it sounds one way when you read it, but then when you hear it out loud, you're like, wow. <laughs> Would you like to hear some other opinions? Nash. I have three reviews. Uh-oh. What is with you guys? <laughs> we have very, very strict We have to make up rules. for when you didn't have any. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first review was written um, by Carl Kam Sadat, and who I actually think is John's screen name. Oh. Because it's a one on ten and it says, remove Amber and I will reconsider. I do not support domestic violence and because of it I do not support your choice of actor. I demand her removal now. Make it happen. 
what that's do you want, a bit excessive. What do you want us to do? You can't remove her after, after she's in the movie. <laughs> just, the just removed from Aquaman too. I just thought that was funny. But hold up. Seen and not I heard mean, edition. It's come out. But wasn't there a movie where Tig Notaro replaced somebody and they like went back and it wasn't, CGI'd it? It wasn't out yet, but they, re- yeah. they replaced... Yes. They did it to Kevin yes. Spacey. They did it to, what's his name, too, in, in um, that fucking Je- like Zack Snyder zombie movie. Yeah. But, uh, so it's not unheard of. It has to do it before it comes out. You can't do it after. Once it's out, it's kind of... Well, they cut a part down to ribbons in Aquaman 2, apparently. Um, they should have just recast her. Uh, but my real abuse is... Um, don't believe fanboys this reeks this is by jet graphics from may 24 2020 i have never seen a worse movie than this wait no i did watch santa claus conquers the martin the martins and battlefield earth whoever wrote and directed this expletives deleted rude nouns excised should never be allowed to soil a studio with their presence ever again and i was once a fan of the DC Aquaman back in the 1960s. This dreck is a ripoff of the name. I hope the actors can recover their dignity after performing in this misbegotten heap of a pedophilia aimed at robbing an audience of their money and time. I think this person is old. Yeah. I would bet. Because the guy in the is actually really talented. I really, the first time we watched it, I was like, who does Amber Heard remind me of in this movie? I cannot figure it out. I did figure it out this time. It's the chick who played Sybil's daughter on The Sybil Show. Yeah. She Alicia was Zoe Witt. or Zoe or something. Yeah. And I was like, this and is yours? who I thought it was. No, I mean, doctor. obviously. Yeah. I'm, different she ages, came to the tattoo but... place, the painted ones, and I, I was doing one, and she goes, do you know who I am? I was like, no. No. And she goes, <laughs> I'm going to be on a show with uh, Sybil Shepherd." I was like, well, that's cool. And she was. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> she okay. tried to big time you, and you're like, yeah, I don't care. Okay, no, I don't know she was. I'm going to be on a show with Sybil Shepherd. Cool. You're also going to have a tattoo on you in a minute. Well, Robomail... From February... Robo uh, mail? Yeah, mail spelt, lo- spelt like um, email or spam okay. mail. Robo mail. Uh, from February of 2019 says, uh, This is the best DC movie ever since The Dark Knight Rises. Aquaman has the full package of everything. Best casting, best CGI, and best story. 10 out of 10. It's, <laughs> it, I will say, whatever, whatever. I forgot how good the CGI is in it's, this. There's some really good sequences in this for CGI. I was like, damn. And they, Did we really And I this? think the worst CGI was the de-aging. Like, you would think it would be all the creatures and stuff. Yeah, I Boba think Fett? the de-aging just looks... I don't think that the de-aging was bad CGI. I just think the de-aging is weird. <laughs> like, you know it. kind of looks you, like... Because you know what they look like. Yeah. A computer movie. You know, yeah. like those ones where you're like, are they well, supposed well, to look like real people? Or are they supposed yeah. to look like animated people? They're somewhere in the middle. And it's weird. <laughs> well, this movie was directed by James Wan. He also directed... Or he's pretty famous for directing yeah, Saw, nice. Insidious 1 and 2, The Conjuring 1 and 2, Furious 7, mm-hmm. and then he has this, which doesn't seem to fit in I very mean, well it, at all. I don't know. It's, it, this, this is Fast and Furious. Yeah, but all his but other, other movies are, are horror, horror movies. Yeah, because they're cheap and they're mm-hmm. easy, easy to make a name for yourself. Um, this was written. There are many writing credits on this. Um, Paul Norris and Mort... Weisinger are credited. They're the creators of the original creators of Aquaman, but um, the director is also credited on this as a writing credit. But so the top build writer is David Leslie Johnson McGodrick. Wow, his name is very long, mm-hmm. and he wrote uh, Red Riding Hood, Wrath of the Titans, The Conjuring Two, mm. 
And then um, the second credited writer is Will Beal, and he was uh, a welcome back to the podcast because he was the writer for Gangster Squad and The Justice League. The classic movie. Classic. Yes. This movie stars Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Welcome back to the podcast. He is... Arthur Curry. Yes. Uh, he's also in Dune, Game of Thrones, Conan, and 44 episodes of the original Baywatch. <laughs> the original Baywatch? A TV show. He was in that? Yeah, for yeah. 44 episodes. Who the fuck was he? He was... You, you'd know him if you saw him. You would know him if you saw he's him. He's less wild looking. But he he's clean shaven with short hair. Yeah, he yeah. looks like A.C. Slater. Hmm. I was like, he was on Baywatch, and I really thought about it, and I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) And then um, Amber Heard as Mira. The only other thing I've ever seen or will ever watch with her in it is Zombieland. She was 406, the zombie that attacks him in the beginning, his neighbor. Yeah. Well, I I'm like going through her IMDb. I'm like I never seen that. I never heard of that. And blah blah blah. And I was like, Zombie Land. And then I was like, Oh, four. Amber Heard. You might know her from TMZ. She's <laughs> been on that a lot. You might know her from the Johnny Depp Amber Heard. That's uh, the most trial. I've ever seen. Her. Yeah, because that did not go well for her. I will say she still hasn't paid him. That's our thing. She still hasn't paid him. I will Just say she, I remembered well. <laughs> her being awful in this, and she's not. I remember her being awful in this too, and then this time, and I was, I was, I had had multiple glasses of wine while we watched this. But I was like, she doesn't bother me. But I remember in the theater thinking she's she's like really wooden and awkward and funky. She doesn't bother me. me I feel like she Mm -hmm. is. She would. You could replace her with any other actress, and it would have been exactly the same. This part is not the greatest written part, but like. I remember her being really bad, and I was like, she's not that bad. No, it didn't bother me. I remember in the Justice League, she had a British accent, and this she doesn't. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny that and we her British had accent the was same not good, so I could see why. Feeling. Because I really remember disliking her the first time I watched yeah. it, but this time I was like, I just, my only thing with her in this is, is she the Little Mermaid? Is is that a thing? Like, what is this? Maybe. Because she looks just like the Little Mermaid, and she eats a flower, just like the Little Mermaid eat flowers when he mm-hmm. gives it to her. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is this. But, Maybe. but nobody hangs a light on it, so I'm like, is this an homage or is this a joke or probably? Why is her hair so? Because she's under the so thing. pink that it pinkens Dolph Lundgren's hair. Yeah, because <laughs> Dolph Lundgren is his hair is red as well, but it's not like this. Um, okay, then we have the return of Willem Dafoe playing the character of Volko. Welcome back to podcast from Daybreakers. Like, was this four, three, four? And times Streets of Fire and the Boondock Saints and the Great Wall and Death Note. This is his. One, two, three, four, six. five, six. This six, is his yeah. sixth. Ryu, gotta get a jacket. Then we have Patrick Day Wilson breakers. playing the game, the character of Orm. Uh, we have seen him previously as Lynch in the A-Team. Also in Batman vs. Superman, he did the voice of the POTUS, which I thought was interesting. Okay. Like he gained team. 40 pounds for this movie. And worked out like crazy so that it would so that he would have a similar build to Jason Momoa. He wanted it to look like they could actually be brothers. I like this dude. He hasn't, been, he hasn't been in a lot that I've seen, but I've always liked what I've seen. I really liked him in this. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we had uh, Nicole Kidman as Atlanta, who um, you might see sometime in Bewitched. You might see back on the podcast in Stepford Wives, and Days of Thunder. someday Far and Days away. of Thunder. I don't really like Far and Away. Days of Thunder is much better. I'm sorry. I really like Days of Thunder. 
Then we have Dolph Lundgren as King Nurses. Nurse, I can't say what that. Who you might remember from Rocky Four. Or Expendables 1, 2, and 3. We did, or we did Universal one of the Expendables Soldier. movies. Yes. Showdown Little Tokyo. <laughs> or Masters of the Universe, Not if only. I'm feeling froggy. <laughs> no one's feeling that froggy. That movie is awful. Hot trash. <laughs> okay. Hot trash. I thought she was gonna say this, like, and I've never seen it. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's bad. Oh no, it's hot trash. But if you want to see Courtney Cox as a child, that's true. Not, and I don't mean like a child, but I mean like when she's like she's twenty-one. Like yeah. It's terrible. Fresh out of Bruce Springsteen's music video, Misfits of Science. Uh, then we have the character of Black Manta is played by. I'm very sorry because I'm going to say this wrong. Yeah, I want to say his name is Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. Yeah, yeah. Ding dong. It's spelled Y A H Y A. Yeah, Yaha, Yo I'm sorry, sir. If you're listening, I don't know how to say your name. <laughs> He's not listening. But he might be. He was. If, if in, you're listening and you want to be on the podcast, <laughs> we'd love to have you. But he uh, was in Matrix Resurrections. He played the new Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was also in The Greatest Showman, which is a movie that people seem to really like. And he was in the Baywatch movie <laughs> with Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh, and uh, Zac Efron, mm. which that movie is terrible. Um, it is. Then we have Tamora Morrison playing Tom Curry, Aquaman's dad. Yes. And he was Django Fett and Bubba Fett. and All the clones. He was also um, in Green Lantern. He was in, yes, he was in the Island of Dr. Moreau. Was he? That's, yep. And Vertical Limit, which oh. I really like that movie. With, with Rosie O'Donnell? Mm-hmm. No, it's Chris O'Donnell. Then, uh, <laughs> I would like to. close. One of the O'Donnells. Just, just a couple more here. Um, just a couple more. Even. I got three more. Uh, Manta's dad is played by She's Michael. Like the cook was. <laughs> no, Manta's dad is played by Michael Beach, and he's a welcome back to the podcast. He was in True Romance. Also, he was oh, in yeah, the, he was the cop that gets shot. He was also in The Abyss, which is just a movie I, I, I may I, pick I like for my Abyss. birthday, maybe. True Romance. We should do that um, on the podcast. Should. Still then right I want to say. Uh, the fish, the king of the fishermen, uh, is Digimon uh, Hansen. I don't know Hansen. why you, you pick a name you can't say. He's the dude from Constantine and Star, and he was in Stargate. He's welcome back to the podcast. He's um, oh the guy, the guy that has the bar, the black guy. Mm. Papa Papa Midnight. Yes, he's Papa Midnight. In my house. <laughs> he was also a gladiator. And then the Brine King is played by John Reese Davies, which I thought was interesting. Which one is you can point me in the right shit. direction? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he comes back. All right. Or did he die? He doesn't die in Constantine. No, he no. doesn't. Good. <laughs> I was just like, does he? I can't no. remember. No, because he didn't go to the thing. Yeah. Like, he stayed safe him. in his yeah. bar. Don't worry about it. All right. So, did anybody else have any tangents they'd like to go on? No. Okay. Well, I'll wait till you start. So, uh, so Crocodile Dundee too. <laughs> we have the underwater opening. We see the Warner Brothers symbol, and then it goes to the DC Comics, but it's all underwater, which I think is really cool. We know I like an interesting opening. Um, so this movie opens. We have an intense storm, and there is a man that is trying to shutter up his house, and he spots a woman washed up on the shore. Uh, Aquaman starts to voice over 
Aquaman, not Aquaman. <laughs> Aquaman starts a voiceover and he tells us how our his parents met and about their love story. And as he's talking, we see um, her regaining consciousness, them fighting, him saying it's safe, her learning about the world. Good and thing she speaks English. And it really makes me want a remake of Splash. Yeah. No. Why? You don't like Splash? No, I like Splash. I don't want them to fuck it up. No. Let them try. You know, update it for a modern audience. Maybe you should pick Splash and we could I discuss can't. it. I Splash made it. like a billion dollars in 1984. And you don't want to waste a birthday pick on, on Splash? Splash? No. I like Splash a lot, but I don't like it that much. I think no one expected that we would make a whole lot of money. It made all the money. <laughs> That's because people I like We watched Mondays. it. It's okay. And Tom Hanks. And Tom Hanks. It's Tom Candy. Tom Hanks can breathe underwater. He was okay. Forever. Anyways. Uh, so we see them live together, fall in love, and they have a baby who they name Arthur. After the hurricane. Or Splash after the legend. Splash has a 57 audience score. <laughs> Does it really? Splash? Yeah. Oh, yes. shit. Wow. I'm sorry. Know. Must have dropped because I, I checked it a few times. Also, it's on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I know. Mm. They changed oh. it, though. <laughs> my earring just fell out of my ear. That's weird. All right. So then we see Atlanta is... Telling a story to... Is she Atlanta or, or Atlanta? Adla- like Atlanta. Atlanta. At it's, it's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Sorry. Atlanta. Or Atlanta. My Lanta. <laughs> I don't know. The queen. Oh, my Lanta. Nicole. Nikki. His mom. Her mom Nikki is tough. She's telling him a story. The legend of uh, King Atlan and his trident. And about <clears throat> the Carathen. Which it drives me crazy that it's the Carathen and not, not the, the Kraken. Kraken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Was it copyrighted? I guess maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But um, and then they're attacked. Some Atlanteans have come to get Atlanta. Atlanta. Her. I can't. It's come like at- the King Atlan of the Atlanteans, yeah. and she Atlanta, yeah. and it's like holy crap. Can we have a name that's different? Christina. <laughs> yeah. Atlanta. Atlanta. Not Atlanta. But Atlanta. Atlanta. I keep writing Atlanta Georgia. in my note, but that's not right. It's um, all right. We know who you're talking about. <laughs> so they have a fight, and she wins, but she um, tells knows, Tom that more. they're never going to stop searching for her and that she has to leave because She's it's been the only way to protect the baby and him. It's cool. She beats some ass. Um, she does promise that she'll return one day when it's safe. At sunrise on the dock. dock. Yes. Dock of the bay. And then she leaves and it's very sad. We all cry. No, we don't. Then we see Deadbeat mom doesn't Arthur gives her nothing. as a child. She's the queen of Atlantis. She can come up for air every now and again. And then we see Arthur as a child. And he... Apparently they exile her very shortly after. Not within, that shortly after. And has another years, baby. Within a few years. And so and rather than going back to the surface where, you know... Literally think, anywhere in the world. I don't think she chose where they exiled her to. <laughs> no, they didn't exile her. They sacrificed, they sacrificed her, her to the trench. They yes. killed her. They murdered her. Well, no, she was alive. They yes, but they expected her to die. For her to die. They didn't. So no one was looking for her. She should have gone back she to the She said service. she couldn't get out. What? She's a queen. It's just a lot of convenience. Without the trident, you're, you're trapped in that little paradise with the dinosaurs. The hidden sea. <laughs> I mean, that was an awful big plesiosaur. It looks really um, nice. <laughs> Scary, but nice. <laughs> we get a we get a scene of um, Arthur as a child. He's a at the aquarium on a 
field trip and some bullies start bullying him and a shark tries to attack the bullies starts ramming the glass until the glass cracks we know that they can crack the glass because we have all seen deep blue sea so this is a serious situation And to the Meg. He's like, do you talk yeah. to fish? Although that was a Megalodon. Bruce yeah, Wayne came out of nowhere and asked him to talk to fish. And he's like, no. And... Ready mind, Bruce Wayne. Well, he, he's being facetious. <laughs> and uh, we see him use his powers to talk to fish. And then all the fish in the tank get behind Arthur and kind of stare down. Which freaks everybody else out. I mean, like it would. Which it would a little <laughs> bit, but also... They're in a tank. They can't get me. <laughs> you hope? I don't know. That shark hits it a couple more times. Yeah. Might be um, one. Then we go to present day. We see a submarine being boarded by pirates. And this is where we meet Black Manta and his dad, Grandpa Manta, Daddy Manta. <laughs> Grandpa Manta. Pop. Manta Pop. Papa Manta. Papa Manta. <laughs> yeah. Um... So they kill a bunch of people and a bunch of the crew. And then one of their pirates says there's something on radar. And it's Aquaman. He comes to ret. He has come to save them. You you glossed over the fact that Papa Manta gave his son a special knife that his grandfather had. Because he was the greatest frogman in the world. But then he wasn't treated right. So they became pirates and started killing people. Because it's okay. Okay. Well, I can't touch. This is a long movie. Well, it's important. It's, it's okay. Pivotal plot points. I feel like his grandpa's life is not that important. It was to him. I thought it was. It's where he gets the name. I thought there. I I really thought that it was going to be like an Atlantean blade that would hurt no. Aquaman. No. That, no. that doesn't that's a, happen. That's a Marvel thing. <laughs> <laughs> you find something that's metal and Marvel, it's vibranium. Doesn't but, matter where it came from. Well, if, he, if he's been a pirate for a while, he might have. Well, so it was his grandfather's knife. <laughs> so they became um, pirates and started killing people because mm-hmm. it's okay. And they bring uh, grenade launchers on subs because that's smart. Right. They're, well, not, they're not smart pirates. So um, one of the pirates says there's something out there. And Papa Manta says a ship. And he says, I think it's a man. And Aquaman... Gives them all the bends. Forces the sub to the surface, which yes. John and I discussed. They would all have the bends there because they rose too fast. If the sub didn't rupture. And yeah, then that's so probably we get to see for the first time we really see kind of how super Aquaman is. Yeah. Like we saw him previously in Justice League, and we know he is strong enough to fight with the other. But he was standing next to Superman, Justice which Leaguers? made him look weak. Do they, well, how do I? <laughs> that call, what do I call them? The They're Justice not, League. Well, the Justice League. Is that the plural? Justice Leaguers? Members. Members? Of the Justice League. Well, he fought alongside them. He obviously has is know. He's just superior <laughs> to a man. <laughs> but Metahuman. Well, I I mean, like, the Avengers are also... He's an Avenger. But, like, yeah. the Justice League, it's not the same. It doesn't have the she, same kind of past tense as, like, the Avengers does. She was saying he's strong enough to, like, hold his own against other... Yes. Members of the Justice League, but she wasn't that's sure what do you call next that? To actually. Justice Leaguers League. or just Justice League? Yeah, <laughs> okay. League members. But, put, him, put him next to the Flash. He's gonna be but we get to see the first time we kind of see more Matter about. Fact, I think he's probably the weakest one in the entire Justice League because Batman you know, it just depends on the writer. Because Batman and Flash what? is faster, and also uh, Cyborg's probably. Then there's Superman. Mm. He can probably. He I don't know. Fight he seemed. He no, seems like kick his ass. He seems like he's mm. 
pretty much similar to Wonder Woman here. I, I say Wonder Woman. I right. feel Wonder Woman has taken more damage from human weapons than he did in this one. Yeah, we, well, we don't ever settle whether Wonder, Wonder Woman's invulnerable in the movies because she keeps blocking the bullets. And I know sometimes she's doing it because they're shooting at kids and she's trying to save the kids. But I'm always like, is she vulnerable or what? Because <laughs> she blocks shit with shields. He is fucking point blanked with fucking machine guns and a rocket launcher. Or That's true. Grenade she can also fly in 84, but not after that. Well, she also can lasso lightning, but we don't have to get into that. He also yeah, picked up a sub. Aquaman, <laughs> Aquaman jumped out of a plane without a parachute. Right and heads. was fine. And said that was fun. You're crazy. Oh, well, right. sure. Well, yeah. Diana could do that. Which. I don't know. Friends, last time I saw somebody do that. It was Captain America. It was Captain America. Keanu Reeves. Anyways. F.U. Alphonse. That's funny because that's the episode I am on the podcast right now in my car. A point break. Yeah. That's why I was. I just finished. The one before it. The one before it. That's why I said goddamn hippies. Um, when I came home from work. Was it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes. It's a great movie. Which is followed right after by Point Break. Hey, what are you looking at, you ginger here. fucker? Get this mechanical <laughs> asshole off my street! Hey, Goddamn Dennis, fucking Dennis hippies. Hopper. Hey, you gotta take a, a drink from your pitcher of margaritas. Um, <laughs> so... Was that Rick Dalton? <laughs> but we see how super he is, because he fights the bad guys. He's not... They shoot bullets at him, it doesn't do any damage. They try to hit him, it doesn't do any damage. He fucks them up. He, yeah, he really fucks them up. He rips a door off the hinges, and he goes... The crew... Um, the majority of the crew had locked themselves away in a lot of the torpedo room. in that room. <laughs> well, the they got... And um, they don't so die. he... And they've blocked the door with a big wrench so that it can't be opened. And then something opens the door and bends this giant-ass wrench. And the door opens and you see one of the pirates. I don't want to be your monkey wrench. And then Aquaman drops the pirate's unconscious body and he says, hurry up, I'm missing happy hour for this. Mm-hmm. And then he gets them off the sub and into skate pods. And um, then Manta attacks him and Manta's like I thought it, I thought we were going to meet someday and Aquaman's like who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, I didn't know who you are. Let's not meet ever again. This is cool. But he beats the shit out of Manta and then Manta tries to cut him with a sword and I can't cut his skin yeah. and then he keeps trying to cut him with a sword so he's yeah. smart. Because he's dumb. Because <laughs> he's got like I guess it would be a bayonet kind of a thing. Yeah it's just like these swords that come out of his forearms that are part of his Armor. Yeah, but he can't pierce Aquaman's skin. But then Daddy Manta comes in and shoots a rocket launcher at him and knocks him down. And then they're like, well, we've taken care of him. But then Arthur gets up and he says, ow. <laughs> His whole chest is black. It's pretty funny. And then he uh, breaks off a pipe and throws it at Black Manta's, at Papa Manta and like spears him through the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And then um, Black Manta says, Dad. And uh, Aquaman says, Dad, it's your kid. Shame on you. <laughs> and he goes to leave. And He's not wrong. <laughs> what? He shoots him again. He shoots him again, but it doesn't, it kind of misses him and hits the side of the sub. And water starts coming in. It knocks the torpedoes off. And then he gets trapped 
under a torpedo. Bad day for And Dad. Black Manta is like, help me, help me. He's trapped. He's like, you drowned. have to help me. And he turns around and goes, he shot me in the chest with a fucking rocket. Eat a whole bag of dicks. No, he says, you killed innocent people. I don't have to help you. <laughs> and he leaves. No, but he should have said that. He said it with his eyes. But... And it's true. It's one of those things that... It's like, you don't get to shoot me in the chest the and then think I'm going to help you. The bad guys in a lot of movies will do. Like, we just killed every person we came across, but now one of us is going to die. Yeah, you have, you to, have show, to help us. <laughs> but, it show, but it just shows you his character, because well, most superheroes probably would have still helped him but, anyway. Yeah, but yeah, because he's, supposed, like, to no, be, he's supposed to be the good guy, <laughs> but Wayne he's like, done. he went to rescue Superman the people, but Wonder he's Woman like, no, I'm not going to help you because you're the bad guy. Yeah. Also, you did this. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Superman would have saved him. Yeah. But Aquaman would not. Or not yet, anyways. Superman wouldn't have had the fight with him. He'd have looked at him, really. Superman <laughs> would have brought him to justice. Yeah. Taken him to the government or whatever to... to but, you know. Have I'm, his day in court. Batman would have whooped his ass, though. Aquaman's Batman pretty real. Batman there because he don't care. Something I noticed <laughs> this whole movie... Going. You're taking a sub? Okay. <laughs> Something I noticed... Aqu- uh, Arthur is pretty realistic about his, like... Drinking? The type of person he is. Yeah, he's like, he's a, yeah, he's no, a, I'm not bro, worthy to be king. I'm like, maybe I help people, and maybe I don't, but I'm not. I'm he's not a good person. Probably what a, like a lot of people would be as superheroes. Yeah, they're like, look, man, I'm not. I'm not making my entire life this, but if a lot of people are gonna die, I'll fucking help them. You know, if I can. And it seems like he likes this community, and like when he opened that door, those people knew who he was. Like, yeah, he's helped people. He's helped other sailors and ships at sea yeah. or whatever. But he's not helping everyone who needs help all the time. And he's not doing it for glory and he doesn't want to, you know, yeah. like in the Justice League when we first encounter him and Bruce is like, you're the Aquaman. He's like, no. You know. Do you talk to fish? <laughs> um, so then we, then fl- so then we see his dad. For an hour. We see Tom sit, standing at the end of the dock, still waiting all this time for Atlanta to come back. But he turns, you know, he waits. She's not there. He turns around and starts to walk back up to the house. And then he hears a noise and he turns around and it's Arthur. And they have a hug and then they go for breakfast. And what do they have for breakfast? Beer. Beer. Lots and lots of beer. Uh, We see a news story about the rescue of the men on the sub. And his dad is like, his dad's proud. He's like, that's you. And he's like, no, that wasn't me. He's like, yes, that's you. (laughs) And, um. Then some bikers come and are like, hey, fish man, fish boy. Are you aqua boy? It's aqua man. He goes, oh yeah? Can I get a picture? He's, yeah, he's like, what do you want? And it looks like they're going to start a fight, but no, they just want to get a picture. And they have the drinking selfies, selfies collage. Yep. It's funny because I think I got this scene confused with the one in Justice League. Because Bruce Wayne approaches him at a bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like waiting for people in suits or something to show up and try to talk to him about stuff. And that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, you're getting, you've seen too many super, superhero yeah. movies. You're getting them confused. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So then we get we, fi- we flash to King Orm and his uh, vizier Valko. Uh, they have called a meeting with King Nersis. Nurse, nurses, nurses, nurse, whatever. <laughs> the king of Zeb, the kingdom of Zebel. Um, Orm wants to unite the seven kingdoms and attack the land. So they have. Um, Why is it always seven kingdoms? Seven seas. Because there's 
because the seven seas. Atlantis, Zebel, Brine, the Fisherman, Desert Trench, and the Lost Nation. Those are the seven seas. Just like Amos. So when Atlantis, before the fall of Atlantis, they were all united under King Atlan. And after the fall, they were divided into seven kingdoms. Some evolved and some devolved, like the trench. And some were just ended. Some became Um, fish people. Yeah. This was so long ago that the Sahara was an inland sea. That's a long time ago. That's like hundreds of thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Um, It takes a long time to turn into fish people. And Nurses is... got a lot of help, Jack. And Orm is like, it's time, like, they're, the people of the land, they're poisoning our ocean, they're killing our fish, it's time for us to make them pay. It's time for us to rise again. And uh, King Nurses is like, don't worry. Nah, that'd be fine. He's like, I know what you really want. You want to be named Ocean Master. And Nobody <laughs> wants to be named Ocean Master. <laughs> and uh, then they're attacked. By a submarine. Mm-hmm. Nurses is injured and Orm is able to destroy the sub pretty much single-handedly with his trident. And Nurses agrees to the alliance and suggests that they send a message to the surface. So then we see Arthur pouring his dad into the truck because it looks like they've been drinking all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mira approaches out of the water just all of a sudden fish lady and she tells him uh that he his brother is planning to attack the surface and she needs him to come with her to atlantis um orm plans to start a war and that it is time for him to take his rightful place as king um falco has learned of the hiding place of the legendary trident of atlan and with um this trident his people will listen and um, I don't think so. And uh, and Arthur goes. Fork. I'll tell you the same thing that I told that old sea star about Falco, but nicer since you're a lady. <laughs> Fuck off, pretty much. It's like no, and go away. Is she a lady? She's, she's a, a girl. She's a fish. She's a woman. Woman. But she's not actually a fish. She's not one of the fishermen tribe. Those are actual fish, sort of. The brine are like crab people. I don't know. Anyway. And I don't know what the trench are. Mm-hmm. Um, the trench is a people and a, a creature and a place. And some of them, some of these people can breathe underwater, and some of them can bring out, breathe out of water, and some of them can't. And it's, it's a bit complicated. It's whatever they need it to be. Then we flash to um, Orm meeting with Black Manta. Apparently, they hired Black Manta and his pirate crew to steal that submarine to um, make this attack. And he's complaining about the quality of the sub that they got and um, that it was barely sufficient. And he pays Black Manta, and Black Manta's like, I don't want your money. I want the Aquaman. He killed my father. Yes, which will curse you and make you (laughs) into a zombie. Uh Saw that in Pirates of the Caribbean. It do be fine. But um, then we see Arthur driving his dad home, and there's a noise, and he looks out, and a massive tidal wave, tsunami, whatever you want to call it, is hurtling towards the shore. 
So it hits Arthur and um, knocks um. him out of the truck. And he's underwater, and he's searching for his dad, and he's searching for his dad. Maybe I feel like Finding Nemo at that moment. He's like, Dad! <laughs> and then dad. he finds us, and then there's a place where the water is swirling, and it's Mira using her... She can control water. Which is a fucking-ass cool power. Yeah. <laughs> and she makes the water recede where his dad's truck is, and he pulls Tom out of the truck, and then Mira uses her hydrokinesis to pull the water out of his lungs. and Which makes her really dangerous. She can kill you just by going. Yeah. yeah. So they don't really need anybody else. Well, she can't kill you just by... She can suck the water out of you. Yeah, but... You suck out enough water, you dry up like a prune. Yeah, but I don't... Since your blood's mostly water. I don't know that pulled. that would work I think she on would have... Atlanteans. I think she would have no, to... humans. No, I think she would have to cut you so that you're... She could have access to your blood. Even so, that's pretty. All I have to do is cut you once, and then I can make sure. all your blood out. Walk around the knife. Hi. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, wow, cool ass. Give you get dry mouth. Oh <laughs> shit. So we see um, that. Um, so she saves his dad, and then we see we look out and we see all these ships and trash washed up along the coastline. And um, then we see the news the next day, and we find out that this is everywhere. So all along the coastline, on all of the continents, there's warships and trash everywhere. And then we hear a news story where a Dr. Shin is saying that this was no natural disaster. That they threw out our garbage in our warships. This was our first contact with the people of Atlantis, which apparently he's been trying to get people to believe in that there's... Atlanteans and that there's an Atlantean among us and they're you know shouting him down because he sounds like a crackpot I mean he's right but they, they always are crackpots but Arthur has agreed to go with Mira to meet with Valco to help stop the war um while they go like they don't they don't show us this scene though the scene where he agrees to go there's a the script is a little disjointed because I feel like there's some key stuff that they skip over in favor of some boring things. I thought, my bad mm-hmm. Carly memory, that his dad died. Mm. And that's why he went. <laughs> but no. <laughs> but he decided that he had to um, protect the people of the land from the people of the sea and stop this war. And... Uh, as he goes to go jump into the sea with Mira, he has a flashback to training with Valko and learning about his powers and his mother's people. He has a flash? Oh. Is he going to save every one of us? Yes. So they go to Atlantis. Is he America? Yes. They go to Atlantis and they go to a secret meeting with Valko. Um... So she uses her diplomatic community to get him into. She's the like, city. I have diplomatic clearance. So they don't search her. But does she have to say it like a douche? Well, she's. Yes, she does because she's a princess of Zebel. Yeah, she probably would say it like a douche. She's the betrothed Most... of the king of Atlantis. She was trained by Queen Atlanta as a child. I mean, like... Think about that dude in Lethal Weapon. I have diplomatic. Also, <laughs> yes. But he got his revoked. 
Yeah. Well, so does she. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> So they go to a secret nuts on Hollywood Boulevard. A, a safe house for a secret meeting with Valco, and they discuss searching for the trident of Atlan. So Valco's plan and Mira's plan, because I guess they're conspiring together, that in order to stop the war, Arthur has to dethrone Orm before he's named Ocean Master, because once he's Ocean Master, he will command. All the forces of the tribes of Atlantis, and, and that is more powerful than anything this Earth has seen. And luckily, these have very loose laws about who could rule, and we have to use born right. Not exactly. Yeah, hundred hundo p. You've got to be royal blood. Yeah, or beat royal blood. Right? I don't know. It's Wakanda rules. It could be <laughs> no, Wakanda, Wakanda rules. rules. You have to be of the, like a royal line. Like all the people, you have to be in a certain position before you can challenge for the throne. Of Wakanda. No. Yes. You just have to be Isn't the champion for the tribe in Wakanda. Go back. Watch that again. I goddamn it, I will. And. Which which wonders the mind how, um, what's her name, Angela Bassett became queen in the new one. No one stepped up. She was queen the whole time. No, she no. was never not queen. No, she's not queen that once. Once her son becomes king, she's not queen. Not but she works. was always queen. She's still the queen mother. But she That's, would not be ruling the country is my thing. Because... Did you watch it? No. Then you don't even know. Just because she said I'm a queen in a trailer doesn't Mbaku mean that she... going to step up and go, I like my shot now. No, but... <laughs> but bass. let's be real here. <laughs> just just because you saw in a trailer that she says she's a queen does not mean that she's ruling the country at all, for even for a day. Mm-hmm. You can't just take somebody... You, you don't get to take their title away just because her husband died. You do, actually. She was still queen the whole time he was king. And he was her kid. Yeah. She um, was the queen mother. Just because she didn't say queen dowager or queen mother... Mm-hmm. You can't talk about stuff you haven't watched. Neither can you. I know, but I'm just saying you're inferring well, that you know I'm what a movie's wrong. about without even watching it. Well, I've seen the synopsis. Tony watched it, but I didn't. Tony, you're over here being quiet. Well, I'm, I don't remember the political structure of Wakanda. I, I, I barely remember because I was just trying to think of who all fought in the first one. It was Mbaku, Mbaku Killmonger, and and Ch- T'Challa. They're all royal blood. No, but Mbaku is not royal blood. He is. He's the leader of the tribe. He's the king of his tribe. Of the man. He's the leader, but that doesn't have anything to do with royal blood. They're all royal, though. They're not all royal. He's they're just really, the leader of the tribe. you need to watch it again. But they're not all royal. I the thought, only I thought royal each line... one was a tribe that was... They were, they were their own tribe. That's why they all got to fight for who got to be king. But they asked the tribes if they want a champion. Or, but the girl that he wants oh, to marry is the champion of if, the river people be, or whoever. Because if and M- she's not royal blood. Because if M'Baku wins... Then he becomes king. And they're just and royal his, blood now? He becomes, but it's not about bloodlines. Mm-hmm. It's about the strongest becomes the Black Panther. Oh, okay. Well, maybe I misunderstand it, but that's what and I thought it was. I thought you I don't really care. Blake can't be wrong. Other members of the royal line can challenge, or the other tribes can challenge. Can so put why, forth a, so someone to challenge. Okay. So, but Killmonger. But see, it's confusing, Elaine, because. You're saying they're not. It's not about royal blood. Then why did Killmonger get to challenge? Because he's part of T'Challa's tribe. Royal blood. 
but they're royal. But <laughs> but that doesn't saying that's not the but, only qualifier. But he doesn't. It is a qualifier. But it's not the only one. The <laughs> other tribes aren't royal. They're other tribes. They could put forth their own challenger and get rid of but then, this line. But then they would be royal blood, and everyone else wouldn't. Because how do you become a king? Right? How does people? Yeah, it doesn't. Elaine does, it does doesn't not want blood. to admit she's wrong here. <laughs> but there, it's hey, more why don't like. Hey, what about Aquaman now? It's more like in Star Wars how Princess Amidala was elected. Her blood wasn't royal, but right. she was elected why to was, position. Then, then why but did T'Challa, it's not the bloodline. Then why did T'Challa become king when his father died? He only became king because none of the other tribes challenged him. Except for M'Baku, who he then... He was just going to become king automatically because none of the other tribes wanted to challenge for the royal seat. And then Umbaku came, and he challenged, and they accepted his challenge, and then he won, so he stayed. So it is a royal line if nobody yeah. challenges. Yeah, because his yes, they were said you, his father named you his heir. Did anybody want to challenge this? So they could challenge the royal line could change to a completely different tribe, but nobody wanted to challenge him. I'm calling Will. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I don't. Worry. I don't know. Don't honestly. worry. I've done really? Will is going to talk to Tony <laughs> within me. the next 12 Elaine's hours, I'm sure. She's seen the movie twice. <laughs> this I'm morning saying, I was getting ready There's for nothing work. that says the other tribes were royal in any way, and they can challenge for the throne. Yes. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I thought that's I how, I thought I that's how it I was worked, getting ready for work, know. and I'm like, Tony just was on the phone, and I'm like, who are you talking to? It was Will. <laughs> Well, he's got that baby now. He probably is sleeping like, like shit. Yeah. He could be calling at all hours. 7 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So they go. So Arthur must dethrone Orm before he's named Ocean Master because then he would have all the power of all the tribes of Atlantis. But these are all royal blood. These are all royal families, right? But the ruler, ruler that unites all the families and, and is Hundo P, the leader, is the Ocean Master. If they have the trident, I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. They talk about Atlantis. This is very confusing. It is very well. Orm is the king of Atlantis, but Atlantis is not. It but there's not like a high king anymore because Atlan was the one was the last king that ruled over all the tribes. But and then he when failed they failed and went into seclusion, but, but then they sank into the ocean and they kind of broke apart and he went into seclusion. So now, in order to be named Ocean Master, ev- you have to have everybody. Everybody, everybody agree with you, yeah. or get the trident. Right? Well, you have to have everybody agree to you. But they're saying that they're not talking about naming Arthur as Ocean Master. They're just talking that Arthur, as the royal yeah, blood so of Ocean Atlantis, Master... can challenge Orm for the throne of Atlantis, and then he's like, but. They don't know. Me. I've never been here. They're not going to follow me. But they're saying if you have this magical trident, because it's not just a weapon; it's imbued with the power of the oceans. Yeah. And so ocean master so is a title be... like Caesar or something, yes. where you just you yes. run everything. Like we're all green that you run everything. Yes. He's like on the Iron Throne. Yeah. <laughs> so like technically, Orm and Dolph Lundgren are equals, but Orm wants and to be Man and Crab Dude and yeah, yeah. That's the head why. of each house or kingdom. Yeah. They're equals. But if they all unite under one of them, then that one is the ocean master. But in time of and war, in, he's trying and to in unite order to attack, for one cause. That's like a Caesar. And in order to attack, attack the surface and to reveal themselves to the surface, he has to be 
ocean master. Yeah, he has to rule them all. I don't know how he thought he was going to rule the trench, though. After seeing that? Well, you, just, you just let them run themselves. <laughs> I think they're... And tell them It hey. seems like... Because he's supposed to have the agreement of all seven tribes, but there's only... Five tribes, let's be real. I mean, because if, the desert the ones died one died one yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're the desert deserters or whatever, the desert people. So yeah, and dead. then there's a lost tribe that they don't really talk yeah. about, which probably... Will come up later. Who knows? Maybe in the, in the sequel. Um, but I think they're just like... They're not even counting the trench. So he really just needs the four main ones. And the trench yeah. is just a bunch of... It's just a bunch of monsters anyway, so it's like you want them for the war, but you don't need them for taxes and, and determining, you know, but regular day stuff. Like, they're not thinking that Arthur is going to be Ocean Master. They're thinking that he's just going to replace Orm and break up this alliance because he's not going to agree to attack the surface. Yeah. Because he has stakes. Yeah. And um, as Volko talks about the Trident, we see the fall of Atlantis itself. We see how they were super powerful. They had all this superior technology, which then turned against them and sank them into the ocean. Of course, they didn't lose all that technology. And something about the energy that they had harnessed made it so that they could breathe underwater. And after being underwater for hundreds of thousands of years, some of them have evolved. Like the people of, like the fishermen have turned into fishmen. And, um, or the brine have, kind of devolved a little bit and become angry hermit crab man and then the trench have completely become crazy fish dudes <laughs> like scary scary fish monsters there's a lot of just let this happen so the movie can continue type stuff yeah so because the movie is really long and we don't who cares what no explanation we can give you is going to be good enough and it doesn't matter <laughs> so Volko shows them fun. an ancient recording device that his people his secret spy people i guess uncovered a few months ago and he believes that this recording contains king atlan's final message to his people and it will be a clue to his final resting place and where the trident is is hidden he is basing a lot of things off something a message he hasn't even heard like there's a lot of inferring here but then they're interrupted by the but he does, have, he does have the scroll, though. Yeah, he has, has a the scroll. And some writing on it, so maybe. There's a scroll, the and 12. then this. Something about computer the computer that doesn't look like a Smells computer. like a mermaid wiped his ass. Yeah, exactly. Are you researching Wakanda's power structure over there? <laughs> I know it's you're on your phone. <laughs> Are you playing <laughs> Minesweeper like Carly? Not right now. Carly's on? I don't remember what I was looking up before. Oh. <laughs> um, but then they are interrupted by the border guard for unauthorized entry into Atlantis. And Arthur is taken into custody, but Mira and Volko hide because they can't be found there because they're conspiring against the king. Yeah, they're undercover. Yes. <laughs> so they hide and while Arthur is, t- is um, taken in. So then we see Arthur in chains, and he's been taken before King Orm. Now, at first I thought he was just meeting with Orm, but then you can kind of see that there's people. So he's like in a royal hall, question mark? Like in front of the council or something. Yeah, something. In the fishbowl. Yeah, he's in the fishbowl. They exchange words, 
and Orm goads Arthur into challenging him formally, invoking combat of the kings. Because that's how a ruler should be elected. Can you find Might makes right. Right. Also, he has the largest throne room in fiction. Tony was like, how big is this room? I can't see edges on this room, and I see four miles in all directions. Where those dudes were just holding the trident with the chain. I was like, why why don't the chains just touch the floor? (laughs) So we can see him pull these guys. (laughs) So we can see that he's stronger than four fishmen. (laughs) But um, Fishmen got a lot of health, Jack. They're they're not very polite to each other. And then... um, They do it for the halibut. And then Orm is like, to the ring of fire. And Arthur's like, what now? (laughs) At no point, this drives me crazy. At no point do they explain the rules of the combat of kings to him. I need... They don't take it seriously, really. I need three lines of what this formal challenge entails. You're going to fight over a volcano. (laughs) Like, Mira and Valko protest because he doesn't know their ways or anything... And I thought this would lead to a little bit of an explanation. But no. <laughs> and I don't think... I, from what, that got cut Mira out. says what he's say, clearly an imbecile, and he looks at her like, what? And, and from what they, what they... <laughs> and from dialogue and the way they act, Orm doesn't want to kill him. He is no. his brother. He just wants to embarrass him in front of everybody so that he, there's no chance anybody will listen to him. Or so, so he can prove how good he is in front of everybody. But then we but see. But he just can't wait to so be king. They take, so they go to the ring of fire, right? And they're underneath and the burns, ring of fire. Burns, burns. And Arthur is looking for armor or whatever in this armory. It's just junk. <laughs> yeah, junk. And Valco is there and goes there and warns Arthur that Orm is a very formidable warrior of the sea. And he's like, well, you train me. I'm a good fighter, too. And he's like, you're a good fighter on land, but he's been training his whole life to fight. He's Three-dimensional in the water. In the sea. Yeah. I like this, too, because uh, Arthur's like, you taught me how to fight, Cobra Kai, yeah. which I thought was a funny line. And we see a flashback of teenage Aquaman training with Valko and um, Valko teaching him some special moves and then it finally we learn what happened to his mother and because Volko keeps saying someday I'll take you to see your mother someday I'll take you to Atlantis and he's like why won't my mother come visit me doesn't she love me and he finally admits that she he's like no and I give him props for the younger versions of Arthur because I thought the teen and the little boy looked a lot like Jason Momoa sometimes they're like yeah you know Adam Sandler used to be this little blonde kid and you're like really? But this, these kids really look like little Momoas, you know? Especially the teen one. Yeah, it was good. And, um, but we finally learn what happens to his mother and that he blames himself. But at no point during this conversation with Volko does Volko explain the rules of the Challenge of the Kings. <laughs> then we see Orm is meeting with Mira. Uh, she is in a very cool outfit. Oh, the one with the, the jellyfish The jellyfish dress? Box. So was like, it's very is she cool. wearing jellyfish? I was like, are those box jellyfish on the and back? Those she are poisonous as fuck. like, she fuck. took the jellyfish off. Yeah. <laughs> this is the... The interesting thing is, like, most of the Atlanteans have their hair pulled back, and this is the only scene where Mira has her hair pulled back. Not that it lasts for long. But I would think that they would all have really short hair. 
because they live underwater. Tony kept asking if I thought they had the actors go underwater so they could see how their hair would move. Because it's just like flowing around them. I was like, either this is really good CGI or they were just underwater mouthing words. (laughs) No, nothing was filmed underwater. Oh, really? None of it? None of it. Wow. None of it was filmed underwater. There was a lot of spraying them down with water. Well, yeah, they're wet a lot of this movie. They're wet a lot, but none of it was actually filmed underwater. It's all CGI. That was in the trivia. Because I was like, I feel like they would have at least gone underwater to see what they look like underwater. Yes, maybe. What if they had fish sticks for the buffet? Fish and chips? Yeah. I'm going down for fish and chips. Well, you're British. Ish. But Orm meets with Mira, and he gives her a gift. It's a beautiful bracelet that used to belong to his mother. And they argue because she's like, she thinks this is wrong, and uh, that he shouldn't be starting a war, and that this goes against everything that his mother taught them when they were children. And this is where we kind of see that they grew up together, and that... Wants to see her coral. That Atlanta... Atlanta taught, you know, was with them as children. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he tells her that his mother uh, taught them about treason and warns her not to follow in her his, his mother's footsteps. And then um, Volko and Arthur arrive, and Orm tells Volko to take his betrothed up to their box. And Arthur is like, say what now? Is he and then. About lady parts? No. So then Orm and Arthur have a little chat. Again. In the theater. In the theater. <laughs> Orm and Arthur have a little chat. Atlantis has been lying in wait like the ancient beast, the Carathon. But now the beast has awakened and Atlantis will rise. And he can't stop it. And he says that he doesn't want to kill him. And Serta, that he son can. Son of a bitch. I thought you were dead. <laughs> Arthur tells Orm he always wanted to know his little brother. But uh, it's too bad he's a dick. And Orm tells Arthur he's the reason their mother was executed and he has hated him ever since. But he doesn't want to kill him and he can still leave. And he says, just just leave and we'll forget all about this. And you can just go and I'll go and I'll just be the ocean master and it'll be fine. And Arthur's like, you know, I can't do that. And he goes, all right. So then, I'll kill you the ring of fire. Me. So an opening up a Opens above them, and Orm goes out and makes a big speech to his people. There's a giant arena. He does that a lot. Yeah. And He's um, do his speeches. Then, um, I found this on the web. <laughs> it's facts about the, the Colosseum. <laughs> Interesting. The Aqua Colosseum? No, like no. the Colosseum in Rome. <laughs> um, so then, Arthur comes out through the hole. As well, and all the people boo, and then um, Orm yells, through bloodshed, the gods will make known their will, and then they fight. So up in the observation box, the royal box, Mira confronts her father, and she's like, why are you falling for this stuff? You know that Orm is manipulating you to get what he wants. And then she reali- and then she realizes her father knows that, and he's following along because he wants war with the surface as well. Yeah. She's very upset. And then, um, so, we see the fight. Orm has a good line here. He says, you have our mother's trident, powerful but flawed like her. 
I have my father's, and it has never known defeat. It's just funny. I just felt like Orm was the kind of dude that even if his mother hadn't been exiled, and, like, say he never found out about the brother, if he found out now, he would have (laughs) exiled. I don't know. He... He seems like, um... He's a king try too hard. (laughs) I don't know. He's... Every time he tries to do something for his people, though, they're like, well, you know, but you have that bastard brother. And he's like, but I didn't have anything to do with that. (laughs) I was raised to be king. And then... He also has to live up to his failed, well, great-great-great-great-grandfather or whatever. So, I mean, your dad fucked everything. His great-great-grandfather fucked everything up. In the trivia... shadow on you. Why the hell are they still in charge? Yeah. In the trivia, (laughs) this character was kind of written like an Mm eco-terrorist. And um, he's not wrong. Mm -hmm. In the last hundred years, like, really, the pollution and, like... Well, a good bad guy has got to have a legit reason to be bad. Like, Thanos was right... I know, but also Killmonger was right. Also, Orm. Also, Orm right. is right. The, but they talk about how the DC bad guys are kind of just bad for no Zod reason. Was right in his own way. Yeah, Zod had a reason for his. Like Zod's gonna, I have to kill all of you so I can live. And they could have, they could have had a scene where like a tanker crashes down near Atlantis and dumps a bunch of oil, and they all got to push this shit out, and they're all dying from this oil and stuff. They could have had a, a little more. But I mean, close to home or something happening. He's not wrong, and it's like you know, it is interesting though that we don't. And I guess they pushed a lot of pollution out in the beginning. (laughs) But in all this under the sea shots, we don't really see pollution. No, (laughs) I want my kids. Yeah, it's very pristine, gorgeous, idealistic. Yeah, (laughs) under the sea universe where they're going to go to war about all the pollution. Oh, we don't really see any yeah. pollution. <laughs> well, they're probably specifically keeping it out of Atlantis and stuff like that. But, so, and, I mean, that is something that, like, none of the Aquaman scenes either. We see him doing anything about the pollution either. Speaking or helping good, any like, of the Whiplash animals. had a good reason. Yeah. The Starks ripped off his family. But, like but that's one of those that. things, like... And the, they stole his bird. But yeah. that's one of the comparisons that people make to Marvel and DC, that the My Marvel video, villains awful... Awful. Often. Often have more they got logic and thoughts between their motivations and the DC. They don't always yeah. discuss Destroy that. everybody and kill everyone and take over Earth. Really? You want Earth that bad? Yeah. There's a lot of other planets. Or, like, I mean, honestly, I love the Su- Suicide Squad movie. We all know it. Which, the first one? Yeah. With the... the El Diablo. Which, yes, lady? I love that movie, but... I like, like the movie, but... But her motivation is terrible. is terrible. Yes, yeah. terrible. But... Orm really is, there's a lot of logic to his way of thinking. So, the bad guy in Suicide Squad, they were worshipped as gods and betrayed. So now they're taking out everybody. Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah, but but this is a, it makes sense, but this also, there's a lot more logic to it. And we can see his side. And he's not wrong. Like there is pollution, we're poisoning their seas. Is where they live. So, I do but wish if we, we did had know seen some evidence of that in the movie, yeah. but <laughs> maybe if we knew there was a bunch of people living under the ocean, maybe we wouldn't be so quick to just dump our yeah, shit in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would. Mm-hmm. I know people. Well, if they for could... years we would dump like um, toxic waste in other countries. We know that people live there. We just didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but if they could push, if they could push the toxic, if they could push the toxic waste back in our backyard, though, we might change yeah. your mind. Well, we're pretty sure the people of the third world country where we dumped it are just gonna have to take it. Yeah, 
Yeah, if they could throw it back at us, they would. Anyways. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but they fight. And it's, there's a good back and forth, but it kind of becomes clear that Arthur is not going to win. And he's tried it. Orm, yeah, Orm breaks he, his trident, and he's like, you can see Arthur, like, is starting to cry because this is so upsetting that this is his, the only thing he has of his mother. And it's not a trident. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. Tony goes, John it's not very, a trident. John the, the is queen going to say something. <laughs> very specific about his trident. It's a quindent? Quindent. Quindent. He told me that. <laughs> because, let's stick with it now, kids. Dent is just how many forks there are. There's five. Queen. Mm. From the Latin, qui, which means five. All true. So now that we've got that covered. Yes. You may proceed. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. I think that maybe they refer to any forked staff as a trident, regardless yes. of the number of times, well, even though traditionally it was... The same trident. way you say every sword's a long sword, or yeah. you know, right, just like they when, all have names. When someone says coincidentally, it means literally, and all those things. Yeah. Just being wrong a lot makes it right. Well, language evolves. Irregardless, so. if everybody ah! <laughs> language evolves, though. So if enough people say no, this is how we say that. So enough people don't know that it... three and five are different numbers. <laughs> no, but language evolves all the time. You know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, now I want to know which one has the most. Is there an octodent? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there could be. I mean, is there though? Do people use them? I guess I mean, after I guess a while, it's like any number. Nobody Forks. uses them anymore. Yeah. Check it. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm getting an aquadent now. How do you like them oh, apples? Lord. Like a rake. <laughs> <laughs> like people don't use tridents, and it's not like a weapon. Like it so, is a weapon, actually. It's 100 percent a weapon. An active weapon. But it's not one that people like, are using. I'm sure now. people use like, like there's spear fishes, but I or like people use spears to shoot to shoot fishermen. But I think mostly those are only have two tines, a doodent. <laughs> a doodent. <laughs> I think it's just a fork. Um, so what's the all right? So, but it seemed but. So his trident breaks, and then Orm's going to go in for the kill, but then Mira uses her powers to take the water away so that Orm falls down. Which is fucking funny. And then she... So why isn't she fighting for the title? My question. <laughs> and then she grabs her ship. Well, because she's the princess of a completely different country. Uh, so but she, she is engaged. Yeah, but um, so we actually it's a different country, that. but that king could be Ocean Master. So why can't she be Ocean Master? She's of well, the royal line. In order to become queen so that she could be in line for Ocean Master, she would have to kill her father, I think. Sacrifices have to be made. And she loves him very much. Well, it's Dolph Lundgren. And maybe she can't beat the pants off Dolph Lundgren. Maybe he has the same powers that she does. Now why the fuck isn't he Ocean Master? She is the only one we see wield any kind of aquakinetic power, but she can't be the only person who has an aquakinetic power. She just can't. It, she's... She's just the one? I think Jean Grey can do it. But she's in a completely different universe. Yeah. So. And she's got that one power, you know, everything. But she. All at once. Drives her boat into the arena and picks up oh, Arthur. I thought she has a boat. And they run for it. <laughs> it smells like chum butt. And uh, Arthur says, what's the plan? And she says, the plan was to recover Atlan's trident and then challenge Orm. And he says, so we're doing things out of order. Shit happens. 
<laughs> yeah, um, he's an idiot. Yeah, but he's not pretending he's not an idiot. Yeah, he he's been open about it the whole time. He's like, look, I went where you told me to, and <laughs> and then this happened, and you didn't do anything about it. Why are you so rolling what, your eyes? What's that supposed to do? Kind of dumb. It wasn't. He wasn't dumb in Justice League. Who's that? Aquaman. Arthur. Yeah, he he's, was. He's just kind of broy. Yeah. But he's never. I don't think he's ever portrayed he's, as stupid. He just doesn't care about any of this. He's always like, I don't want anything to do with any of this. I don't want to be in your fucking Batmobile. I don't want to fight fucking Darkseid. I don't want to do any of this. I don't want to be the king of Atlantis. Yeah. But I, I don't want, want people to die. To live my life. Sometimes yeah, I just want to drink beer with my dad. Sometimes on the land and, <laughs> and be happy. But I don't want to die. And I don't want the people that I love to die. Which so also no. makes sense. Not everybody with superpowers would want to be a superhero. Like, look, dude, I don't want any of this. Some guys so, would be Hancock. But <laughs> yeah. there is a chase. It's not that different from Hancock, really. Yeah. There's a boat chase. It's like, what, you want a cookie? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Jail. You can try to knock right, the whole so table over. So there's a boat chase. They escape and they fake their deaths by driving their boat into a lava flow. Magma. So everybody, hopefully, everyone will think they're dead. That water is super hot. They yes. hitch a ride inside a whale because there's a pod of whales passing, and Arthur uses his powers to talk to the whale and ask if they can ride in it. So she can't talk to fish, but he can. Like yes. Pinocchio. That's his special But he power. can't do that water thing that she can yeah. do. <laughs> At least not now. Maybe he learns how to later. His, well, <laughs> his special power is that he can talk with fish, and then once he gets to trident, then he can command them. Mm-hmm. Like, he politely asked this whale if they could ride in his mouth, and she said, okay. <coughs> and then, um... <laughs> So they head for the Sahara, because that is where the land of the deserters used to be. And um, so the whale takes them to the desert. They get dropped off by this airfield on the edge of the ocean. Where'd they get money? They yeah. charter... Aquaman charters a plane. They charter a plane with the money that um, Mira keeps in her fish scales. I thought they was, hitched a ride. I think you probably paid I don't pirate think gold. They all seem to have pirate gold. It. They do have some gold, though, because she gives that piece of gold to I'd rather go kid. with Bruce Wayne and give him an ex- uh, expensive account she has as money. a member of the Justice League. I think she Why has. would she have money? Why wouldn't she have money? Because they don't have the right currency from Atlantis to Sahara. Gold is gold. Gold. Yeah, gold. Maybe she has gold. Should she got the blooms? Yes. Yeah. Also, they hitched a ride on like a livestock. I'd like to think that airplane. Batman gave Aquaman a credit card, you know, for expenses. No, he did not have his credit card with him. It's in his other pants. Mira clearly had he a purse. He is the kind of guy that leaves his wallet in his other pants. And it's his awful wallet. Mira clearly had a purse on her. Always. She seems like the lady who keeps a couple hundred dollar bills tucked into her bra. Come on. It gets soggy. She lives in the ocean. Couple of the balloons tucked into her bra. You Prison know wallet. You know why you never see nipples? Because that's where she keeps her balloons. <laughs> John, quit the podcast. I don't know why, but when I said that, listener, I had to put my hands over my boots, and it was apparently too upsetting. That was too much. Too much. I don't know why I did that either. (laughs) Um, But they charter a plane, so they they're flying over the desert, and Mira is very upset. She has a um. 
because I guess it's a, some kind of compass. science thing. It's like a GPS for where this place yeah. is supposed to be, and she's looking at it, and it tells her it's coming up. But but they have a talk before this because she's sad because she's never been this high up before. She's never been this far from home. She's getting air sick. And he's like, "Well, look on the bright side. Now you don't have to marry that douche canoe." And she's like, "I. It doesn't matter. I was." gonna do my duty because my people you know it's not about love it's about my people and taking care of my people and now i can never go back if i do go back i'll be sacrificed to the trench like your mother was what is your problem stop picking at yourself because <laughs> i committed the I'm alternate treason <laughs> and um but she uses her magical gps and she's like we're here and he's like no we're not but she then Rips the door off the plane, so she's also very strong. Yes, and jumps out. Redhead. And then, well, she does say all the highborns have these powers, like she can breathe air yeah. and water, but your but, regular Atlantean cannot. She has this aquakinetic power. Yeah, she's she's super powered. Maybe yes. not as super as him, but maybe. But also, she just jumps out of this plane now. Also, you don't know this, but beer flavored nipples. Yeah. I feel like okay. she should have gotten hurt here. <laughs> or Dublin flavored. No. Because yeah. at least been winded. I feel like. Or been like, damn, sand in the dry but, sucks. <laughs> sure, maybe if you jumped off something high into the water, it would be different because you are an aqua person. Okay. But this is sand. I feel like they should have been injured in some way. Well, Although we saw, we saw Aquaman like flinging through the air and like mm-hmm. in Justice League. So he didn't really seem to care. <laughs> yeah. If they're at the bottom of Mariana's trench, I, they can yeah. take a fall out of them. Yeah, do you want the yeah. pressure yeah. there? <laughs> yeah. But, so they land in the desert, and then... Actually, just being out from the that kind of pressure probably kill her. Mm-hmm. And you can see yeah. that um, Arthur thought that was really fun. He was like, you're crazy, and a good time. Because <laughs> you just jump out of planes. Like, he, he enjoys the fact that they just jumped out of a plane. A little bit of a... I mean, adrenaline junkie. Who else can he do that with that's but, not in the Justice League? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, one woman, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> but then he's like, um, by the way, you're insane because there's nothing around here. There's no city. There's nothing but desert. And now we're stuck out of here because the plane is gone. And they have an argument. And uh, it ends with him falling down a hole and finding the lost kingdom or whatever. The lost throne room. It's amazing. <laughs> Very. Uh, it sounds just amazing. So they slide down a slide under the sand. The under sand slide. And then he's like, look what I found. And she's like, you? <laughs> you got it? And he's like, yeah. And they go in and they start telling the lenders. <laughs> um, oh. And they start exploring. I missed the scene. We see Orm uh, learning that Mira's tracking device is active because that bracelet he gave her has a tracking device in it and that they're over the Desert Kingdom and Nurses says that she's got to be returned to Zebel alive. She's the daughter of Zebel. And uh, Orm... He don't want to break that pact. And Orm says, of course, bring her back alive. But then he does like uh, And then he meets with his guard and he's like, kill her. (laughs) Well, then his guard goes to meet with Manta and they give him Atlantean text so that he could actually kill Arthur this time. And he tells them to kill Arthur and the girl with him. Mm-hmm. 
And then we see a montage of Manta reworking Luckily. the Atlantean tech that they gave him into a, a super, super suit with plasma eyes. Tony goes, how long did this take him? Yeah. <laughs> because they're over the desert already. You have to, de- you have to de-engineer <laughs> so, Atlantean stuff and then rebuild your armor out of it. And he's like, hey, man, we wanted her back like this week. <laughs> I think He's six like, no, days. six months later, I've got this No, no, Atlantean. I think it's got to be about six days. because so? On the seventh day he rested? <laughs> On the seventh day, he attacked. Tony Stark. <laughs> because no, Tony Stark went that They're, not, they're right. not in the Sahara anymore. No, well, they're okay. When he attacks. No, no. No, they're in Italy. Um, I Well, actually, I don't tell you where they are, but I assume it's Italy, yeah, it looks, Italy because he keeps speaking Italian to the people. Yeah. Well, it um, could be in... I'm out. <laughs> Vatican City? Uh, they speak Italian there. And, um, but I got to think it's about six days because... So Orm meets with Manta while they are on, like, the flash that happens while right after they jump out of the plane. Why can't Orm so, breathe air? He can. Are you sure? 100%. Why is it's, he suffocating when she puts him in the air bubble then? He doesn't. He wasn't suffocating. I think he just got the wind knocked out of him because he fell. Then why doesn't he come out of the water ever? He's always the hologram because he doesn't go. He I just figured he just doesn't want to. He's not trying yeah. to move. Okay. Like, but at the end, when they fight. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're right. He, he, when he's on the ship, he does breathe there. My bad. I, just, I thought he was suffocating. He's, I think he's, he's too just, good to come on the shore. Yeah, he's yeah. not going to put himself in a position where this land dweller is going to be yeah. able to like breathe on him. Fuck yeah. that. You're right. <laughs> the dude's beneath me. Plus, I have a lot of things going on over here. I can't go he over here. Yeah, and he talk talks to, to Manta through like a hologram. Yeah, yeah. water hologram. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I think it. I think that Manta's reworking of the Atlantean technology can only take about six days because Mira and Arthur find the city, city. day one in the desert. Mm-hmm. So, Luckily. and they're only in the city for what uh, six hours, maybe yeah. at the most. And then they go through the desert to the Mediterranean and to Italy. Italy's not that far from but the Sahara. Once you, you're walking. Ta- once you get to the water, <laughs> it's got to take them. Yeah, it's got to <laughs> take them a couple days to get out of the desert and get to the water, and then maybe a day to get to Italy, and then they have to find the thing. So I'm going to say most at most six days. Okay. <laughs> Um, and that includes the time it takes Manta to go to wherever they're going to be in Italy. Um, but they explore the ruins and they find the workshop where Atlan's trident was forged, which is very convenient. And then they, and they find... Explain, they explain that one thing I like is Manta. I like... Uh, Manta is another example of... Black Manta is another mm-hmm. example of... I like him as a character. He looks cool shit in the comics. But when you see him in real life, you're like, wow, he looks kind of stupid because his head is the size of like six skateboards. And they make a point to mm-hmm. put that in the movie where he he has a small head and he shoots the beams and destroys the helmet because I got to make the head bigger. So it's kind of a cool way to go. Look, this is we got to make this work. <laughs> Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense for him to have a giant head like that. It is ridiculous. Um, they find an ancient computer that the message thing that they have will fit into to play, but it's very very old. And Mira's looking around like, I don't know why it doesn't work. And they Arthur's blow on like, it and it doesn't work. Arthur's like, of course it doesn't work. It's been sitting here I don't forever. Have any bio. It's all dry and dusty. <laughs> and Mira's like, oh yeah, it's dry. It needs water to work. 
So then she uses the sweat off of Arthur's body. It is very fifth element. You only need one for drop. One drop of water <laughs> to lubricate this whole ancient supercomputer, which then turns it on. And Arthur said, I could have just peed on it. Which is funny. And um, then we get a message from the king. And he says, in this trident resides the power of Atlantis. In the wrong hands, it would bring destruction. In the hands of the true heir, it would unite all our kingdoms above and below. Oh, good. If you seek my power, you must prove your worth. Journey beyond the edge of the world to the hidden sea. Look inside the bottle for the charted path. Only in the hands of the true king can he truly see. And then it turns itself off. And Mira is like, we can't let Orm find this. And then destroys the message. And Arthur is like, shouldn't we have written that down first? And she's like, well, I memorized it, didn't you? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Something, something, king. (laughs) Something, something. And she's like, you are an idiot. But then a a little hole opens up and then we see a bottle. A wine bottle. And it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And then there and there's inside the bottle is a map that tells them where they need to go. They don't let us see this map, so we can't really see. Like we well, don't get a good look at it. Well if there's a place you want to go or something you need to know. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. <laughs> So they go, they go to this village in Italy. And they show a bunch of people this map and they're like... And we get a music montage of Mara enjoying the bountiful fruits of the land. And her and Arthur having shared moments. She it's talks a lot of shit about the land falling before. In and he's like, but we got all this cool stuff. And she's starting to see that we do have cool stuff too. You Just gotta not try Atlanta's cool. If you could live on the land or in Atlantis, which would you pick? Under the sea. On the land. Under <laughs> the sea. Tony doesn't like under the sea. I don't sea. want to be down there with <laughs> sharks and. Tony, it's Tony's afraid of the megalodon. Take it from <laughs> Well, he's very scary. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, if you're going to give me some powers, we can talk about it. I might, <laughs> I might visit once a year or something, but I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, I, I like want to live underwater. What if you could be super like Aquaman? Yeah. yeah. I'll do that, but yeah. I'm, I'm not living in Atlantis. I got to tell you, I was really sad More that sad. there was no megalodons. I was waiting for it, and it didn't because show up. They have great whites that exactly. that growl. It's like, in the war tonight, damn well, good they deal. Have like, I'm that deal. They have, but like, you heard, sharks. <laughs> they have those really cool seahorses. And then, Are like, they seahorses? Because <laughs> they're dragons. See, okay, sea dragons. Because I'm like, I'm like, that's a seahorse, but it has arms and legs and a long... That's a dragon. That's not right, a seahorse. Sea <laughs> I know, it just looks weird. Um, and Orm is, like, on a... Pl- some kind of ancient, what is it, a plesiosaur or something? A or a mosasaur, yeah. But no, sure. no megalodon. I don't know, I've never seen stuff. Which, why wouldn't you, you know? I know. Giant I, ass I, fucking shark. I know. Yeah, Tony was like, there's a narwhal. We see all they these use dinosaurs. narwhals at the end. Whales <laughs> <laughs> like stabbing things. I'm like, sure. All right. So, um, then we see Orm oh, and Nurses meet with the king of the fishermen. He does not want a war. He feels that if it's time to reunite with the land, then they should go as educators and with peace. And this is He's, the philosophizing. He says you're a coward and you're shellfish. Yes. Ah. Orm calls him a coward and then kills him. And then tells his heir to prepare her army. They move against the Brine Kingdom. 
at once. He was steamed. <laughs> he told him that he... He needed more muscle. Well, he said something about him being in a cloud of ink. As if he was a scared um, yeah. octopus. So then... Um, so... Arthur asks some questions and finds out that the thing they're looking for is up on the hill in the ruins of a castle. And they go up there and they're looking for the hands of the true king. Uh, there's a bunch of statues. <coughs> and Arthur shows that he does know some things. And he says, he names a bunch of the statues. And, and this says, is dumb. I'm he's sorry. like, only one well, of these guys was ever a king. And it's Romulus, the first king of Rome. And they put the bottle through his hands because his hands are up and they can look through it and they have their heading. Now, I agree this is dumb. Because why? when were these statues made? 80 well, billion well, years ago? Hold on. It's Romulus, so we know exactly when he was king. Right. But when was that? So it Atlant- About 5,000 years ago. But, okay. But Atlant- Atlantis... Well, maybe less. Atlantis sank... Prior millions to? and millions of years yeah. ago, the math doesn't check out. Yeah. When did it, it, okay? So when it did it break be... up because the kingdom failed? I know, but what it is, what the, the problem is, is I don't, I don't mind Atlantis sinking. Like around. When was Atlan king? <laughs> I don't mind Atlantis sinking around the time of the Roman Empire or the fall of the Roman Empire. That's fine in some mythologies and stuff, but they made it sound like it, it but was it has sank to be a million much, years ago. But it had to be much older. Well, maybe not a million, but it had to have been at least people evolved in the fish when the Sahara th- was an ocean. Yeah, it had yeah. to have been at least what twenty thousand years ago. More like three thousand years ago, when Sahara was an ocean. Is that, that right? Romulus was about... No, no. When was the Sahara, Sahara was an inland... Will you oh, Google when shit. was the, there an inland ocean over the Sahara? It wasn't during the Roman... <laughs> no. No. But... And I feel like Atlan had to have been dead or in exile long before Romul- the statue yeah. of Romulus was And Atlan built. didn't roll around Rome and go, yeah, I like that statue. <laughs> well, I mean, set up this whole he thing. had the trident. He could leave his exile anytime he wanted. I mean, but did he roll around Rome just Maybe. hanging out? Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, I agree. I thought I was like, this is so this doesn't dumb. work. This is Maybe like he a, lived kind of like, like Wonder a, Woman. That stupid <laughs> Jedi movie where they used the sword to find the Death Star. I'm like, whatever, man. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? Again, just let it go. It's and, the fucking Goonies. Yeah, that's between, between, hold on. The, between eight thousand and four thousand and five hundred years ago. The Sahara Desert the was Sahara an ocean. Desert was, oh, that's there, was not, that's, there was water there. That's yeah, not as long as I thought it was. You're still over off by a couple thousand yeah, years for Romulus. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, 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 missed just it. missed him. Just missed him. He was just here. <laughs> so, we're going to call this what's called a plot hole. Mm. Okay. And I would water. think that Atlantis had to have sunk way before then yeah. because there was a whole kingdom there after the sinking of Atlantis. With tech. Yeah, yes. So it's very. And then they have flying dudes, machines and shit. And then some dudes with short sto- spear, uh, short swords, and really long spears took over everything. Wow. Well, but had, they had their moment. Anyways, <laughs> they found their heading. They know where they're going, and he's like, "Ramis, can at least." They're having a moment. Sure. And they almost <laughs> kiss. They're going in. They're going in. They're going in for a kiss. But oh no. Boom. Black Manta comes in with his plasma eyes. And this happens a lot in this movie is there's something going on and then something explodes and mm-hmm. ruins the scene. And you're like, okay, well. Yeah. It does happen a couple it happens, of times. It happens like four times at least. 
I guess it's one way to make it so people don't know what your scene looked like. As soon as you're done filming it, blow, blow it up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> Manta and Orm's guard attack. So, um, Arthur is burned by Manta's plasma ray. I said Mantis Plasma Ray eyeballs. Uh, Mira and the guards fight. So she's like, I order you to stand down. And they're like, you're under arrest for treason and are going to die. So she says, shit. Arthur is busy fighting Manta and Mira fights the guards. She is pretty awesome. Let's be real here. And then she starts running. And I'm like, you could easily kill them. And I'm sorry. Amber Heard just does not look right when she's fighting. Like, well, it's CGI Amber Heard. Yeah. It's CGI Amber Heard's stunt double. Yeah, it's just, there's something very wrong with it. Okay. Well, she's very little, too. Mm -hmm. Like, even, not saying she's a woman or whatever, but she's little for a woman. Well, like Gal Gadot, when she's, Wonder Woman, she's whooping ass, it looks right. Yeah. There's just something that looks wrong when she does it. I guess it's because of CGI, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's because of that fake fucking hair that she's got. (laughs) It's so fake, and you're like, there's no way somebody with hair like that could ever be a good fighter. Which is not true, but <laughs> your brain tells you that. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, people see hair and makeup and think you're you're dumb and you can't do anything. That's just a perception. Do they? Yes. Never thought that. It's okay. Um, but they fight their way through the town, and they're destroying a lot of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These poor people. A lot of shit. Town. Arthur and Manta fall through some lady's living room. <laughs> Me scoozy. And that guard is chasing her through, through the walls. buildings. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He's the juggernaut bitch. Um, Mira's fight Holy shit ends balls. in a Holy wine shop. Fucking shit balls. Where she uses much better comic movie. All the liquid in a wine in the where she uses her powers to explode the wine bottles and turn the wine into spears and kill the guards. Which is really cool power. Which makes me say she could have she could have taken care of them much sooner if yeah. she had not run well, so much. <laughs> they all have water in their suits. Yeah, like if you could burst the wine bottles, she could have burst. Then the why didn't you burst the suits? I, I think she does on one of them though. Then she does. No, she, she keeps like ripping them. Yeah, open. she keeps like pull, ripping them open. Oh, uh, okay. And, like, the one guy, she breaks his helmet, and he goes and he puts his head in the toilet. Yeah. Which is supposed to be really funny, but it's he's, really just, like... He's a weird dude, though. He's, like, all scarred and, like, acts weird and stuff. Yeah. I don't know what his what his character's supposed to be, but... He's Orm's... He's in the IMDb. What is it? No, so could you do? He's, like, anyway, Orm's it's general It's supposed to be something. funny, but it's really just gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, like, that... I don't know who that joke is supposed to be for, but it wasn't that good. Especially when he could just run and jump off a cliff into the ocean. Yeah. Um... So Arthur and Manta fight. Arthur it takes quite a bit of damage. She gets stabbed multiple times. He takes multiple plasma burns. Because he's got Atlantean um, steel now. But Arthur is able to damage Manta's suit and destroys his plasma eyes. Um, so Manta kind of gets like, his suit gets damaged and then his eyes kind of like implode and he, gets, he falls off a cliff into the water. And we think, oh no, that's the end of Black Manta. I mean, um, he took a lot of damage. Yes, <laughs> and Arthur has taken a lot of has also taken too much damage, and he passes out um, right as Mira gets to him, and he's able to tell her that they've been tracking her, tracking her, and that's how they found him. Uh, Arthur asks Black Manta, "How'd you find us?" And he says, "There's people that likes to keep tabs on your lady friends," which why would you tell him? 
Because he's overconfident. Yeah, he could have broke his arm but or something. It's like a villain monologue. But Mira realizes <laughs> that the bracelet that Orm gave her is a tracker and she breaks it. And that explains how they found them in the air bubble of the ship earlier when they captured them. No, because they didn't have They the... didn't have her. They didn't know she was there. Well, she did say that people try to sneak in all the time to Atlantis and they get caught. Yeah. And he thought she was just being full of shit. But apparently the guards are better than, <laughs> than they think. All right. So Mira steals a boat and treats Arthur's wounds. So he wakes up yeah, and he sees that he's doing better. And um, he's like, did you steal this boat? She's like, are they not free? <laughs> and he says, no, they belong to people. And she's okay, like, I guess oh. I stole the boat. <laughs> yeah, right. She was also playing a flute for some reason. How would she know how to play the flute? I don't know. Because I don't know if you're aware of how the flute works, but it's I'm air. not. I have no idea. Tony it's, had some use. issues. I, are you saying it's a woodwind instrument? Something like that. Tony was like, so, <laughs> why do they have tear ducts if they live yeah. underwater? And why are there all these waterfalls underwater? That's a real thing. <laughs> no, I know. Also, don't chase those. You know that's a real but that's I a mean, real I know thing. It is, yeah. But, but yeah, no, for real, listen. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> No. <laughs> don't go chase the waterfalls. Are you saying that I water. should stick to the rivers and the lakes no, that I'm used to? You should not. Look. <laughs> All right, look. You just got to creep. You don't want to scrub. Did you know that Carly hates the song Waterfalls? Like, absolutely hates it. <laughs> Are you guys done? <laughs> I ain't too proud of that. He's, gonna he's, burst he's, into doing, song. <laughs> he's doing the thing from the other guys. Oh, okay. He's I don't not. Seen that specifically because he does not know how much you loathe the does that song. I do though. Yeah. I'm just talking about. It was um, a song about a barber and his wife once. You ever heard yes, that one? Was. She was beautiful. <laughs> she was. <laughs> but Mira is very concerned because the heading that they were given is straight for the trench. And she's like, We're gonna die. Yes, I mean, and then he's like that the hidden sea is beyond the trench. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> And he goes over there. Arthur's <laughs> like, well, we should turn back then. We can try to warn the surface. And she's like, turn back. And he's like, yes, I am not a king. I'm nothing but a blunt instrument. I'm just angry and I fight. And I keep getting my ass kicked over and over. I can't even do this. There's no like way. Um, there's no way that I... <laughs> he's like, there's no way that I can do this. And then she's like... I just get so angry. She's like, I thought you weren't, you know, you think that you're unworthy, and I thought that you were too, but now I see that you're the bridge between the land and the sea, and you're important, and you have to do this. We we have to keep going. And then she's, her faith in him convinces him to keep going because he's now in love with her, I guess. I don't know. Makes no sense. Like, Sure. She, I mean, he thinks she's a good time. She gives him... Pit- he doesn't want her to die. There's a lot of <laughs> impassioned speech making in this movie. Yes. So she's trying to get some fish butt. Park the beef buffing, beef busting tuna town. Yeah. Gross. Um, then he we wants see... wants to one eye to the optometrist. So we see um, Orm and Volko on Orm's, in Orm's ship. Submarine? Why did, why did they need a submarine? Um, <laughs> for privacy. <laughs> Why don't they need something? The city is flying. Yeah. I have a bow and arrow. 
None why of this did, makes sense. Why Why did the underwater Same people need a submarine? Flash has a driver's license. But it doesn't, like, I could see if they would want, like, a big floating barge, maybe. Because oh, swimming takes energy, yeah. and if they want their troops well rested. But why does it need a, a, a cover? It's not like, okay, there you are... water get in. There are waterfalls underwater, but there's not weather. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There is weather, because they have a lightning storm underwater, too. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I, I think that's magic. There's currents... <laughs> Um, but, um, Orm, uh, asks Volko what he thinks he should do, and Volko's like, I've already given my advice, um, but, and, like, but I will support you anyways, and Orm says, Trina, uh, I know, just like you have supported me all these years while you've been a traitor, mm-hmm. and, uh. He's like, um, while you were training him and while you were conspiring behind my back, don't deny it. And Volko's like, I do not. (laughs) And he's like, take him into custody, but make sure he has a view. Because you're going to watch me defeat the brine and become Ocean Master. Um, Mira and Arthur arrive at the trench. So they have sailed, I guess, into a storm. And they are attacked by the de-evolved creatures of the trench. So they're like skeletal fishmen. I guess who used to be Atlanteans? Question mark. I don't know. Fish monsters. Fish monsters. And they attack and they fight them off. And there's too many. So they go into the cabin and Arthur has an idea. He lights a flare and um, shoves it towards one of the trench. Because the trench is a place and the name of the creatures. Um, so one of the creatures, dark. and it it scares the creature or it hurts the creature. And he says they're creatures of the deep; they fear the light, so they have all these um, flares. flares. And then him and Mira get to the edge of the boat, and he says, "Are you ready?" And she says, "Yes." And they dive in, and then we see them going underwater, surrounded by the red light of the flare. And then just outside the range of the light, we can see all of the creatures. And Bunches. there's more and more and more and more and more. So they managed to make it to the bottom of the trench, to the ocean floor. And then they see a blue light in the distance. And that is what they make for because they assume that that is where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Which... And then they also don't have a light. lot of options. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So they swim. They where they are. <laughs> they use the... They use the flares and they swim towards the light and eventually get, they get so close that the trench creatures have to stop following them because it's too bright. And it appears to be some sort of lightning storm mystical portal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, we got to go in there. And she's like, it'll tear us apart. And he's like, we don't have a choice. So they hold hands because of course they do. But as soon as they get in there, immediately. Yeah, it tears them apart. <laughs> Obviously. And she says, never let go, Jack. So Mira comes through first, but when she comes through, she's unconscious. And she's almost eaten by a giant mosasaur, it looks like. But she is saved by someone in some creature. Yes. It looks like a creature. And then um, Arthur, uh, he comes through, but he is conscious, and he starts looking for Mira and he sees something distant, distant on the shore, so he swims to the shore. And we see Mira is laying on the shore. She looks up. 
at the thing that saved her and the thing takes off its claw arm and it takes off its mask and they're looking at each other and Mira looks shocked <gasps> and then she. Arthur comes to the land and yells hey and then she turns and she looks at him and he looks at her and it's Atlanta the queen and, and you're like motherfucker Mom. where have you been and she walks towards him and she says Arthur and he says, Mom. And then they hug. And when they hug, the spikes on her outfit like hit him in the face. And I'm like, ow. <laughs> also, this is where I noticed her hair looks more disgusting than the Yax wigs in <laughs> Only Lovers Left Alive. <laughs> it is my least favorite tertiary object, specifically Nicole Kidman's disgusting ass hair. <laughs> Well, I mean, she's been trapped here for a very long time. She could cut it short. No, no, no <laughs> condition. She could. She could. Like, I find it hard to believe that she couldn't use a stick to comb through that. You couldn't finger comb that? How about one big braid? I mean, right. just look at her costume. She's She could make a comb out of the spikes. She's, <laughs> she's got braids in her hair. Yeah. Little braids. And then this horrible, matted, gross-ass hair. You could just do one big braid. You finger comb that out, one big braid. You know your hair is greasy as shit at this point. Yeah. Um, but anyways. And so, a braid would fit well under the helmet. Lots of hugs. So um, Arthur asks her why she never, you know, they're surprised that she's alive. And they ch- chat with her and they ask her, or Arthur asks her why she never came back. And she tells them that they're trapped here. That the portal that they brought, that brought them there, um can't is only one way and the only way they can get back is by the power of the trident no the power of love but curious thing make one man weak but the trident is guarded by the legendary creature the carathin she's seen it and she's tried many times to reach the trident but shit demon demon, yeah but the creature is too powerful and it will only allow the true king to pass and um so she looks at her son and she's like you're up and I mean, she hasn't seen this dude since he's two, but she knows he's the true king. She doesn't know anything about this dude. Like, we know he's a pretty good dude, but she doesn't know that. He may kill puppies. She, yeah. I mean, I guess she trusts Dread that puppies. his dad raised him to, you know. Yeah. She loves his father, and she knows his father took She does ask him. about her, <laughs> her beloved Tom, and he tells him that, he's, that he still waits for her How's every Tom? morning. He's all right. But then they drop this wisdom bomb. And Lan has always had a king, but now it needs something more. And Arthur says, what could be greater than a king? And Atlantis Emperor. says, a hero. A I king mean, fights only for his nation. Bonnie Tyler's you fight for everyone. On. President. <laughs> so then. We have all the good men gone. No, keep going. So <laughs> then uh, Arthur goes, all right. And he goes into the hidden cave underneath the waterfall, and he sees. And I was like, "Right now, can we can we take a nap? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe have a meal? (laughs) All right, I'm gonna go fight the kraken. (laughs) It's not a kraken. Raptor burgers. Scramping. It's the nut kraken. Tm. The nut kraken. The nut kraken. (laughs) It's better than the land kraken. Those things. Watch out for land kraken. Um. So Arthur sees Atlan and his trident. 
And as he approaches the Karathan of Tex. Now, we don't really see very much of this creature. In fact, when we do finally see the whole thing, I was like, holy shit. That is not what I was picturing. Because I'm kind of picturing a giant squid. But that it is a kaiju of a different breed. Um, she taunts and belittles him as um, she's kind of like attacking him with her giant tentacles. And he talks back to her. Look at it. <laughs> Yeah. Does look like a wet dog. <laughs> she, her outfit, kind of looks like um. Do you, so in Alien Four, mm-hmm. when Ripley goes in that room that has all the weird clones of her, yeah, and the alien merged, that's what she looks like. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I find her outfit so upsetting. Um, but she taunts and belittles him, telling him that he's a, a filthy half-breed and unworthy to be there. And then he talks back to her, and she's shocked to learn that he understands her, because no one has been able to speak with her since um, her beloved King Atlan. And um, apparently they conversed and they were friends. So she's this like, is look, I'm still going to kill you, but it's cool. You can hear me? <laughs> but, um, I'll just live for a little bit longer. We can talk. But he gives an impassioned speech, and he's like, I am not worthy. I do not want this for glory or for gain. I am here because I have no choice. I have. I want to save the people that I love, and I need this. Or people to that do I don't know. And I also don't want to get stuck on Dino Island for the rest of my life. There's no beer. <laughs> That's true. At all. I mean, he might be able to figure so, out how to make some. Oh, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> but she's she's impressed by his humble nature, and she tells him to try to get the trident. The trident. Um, if he's worthy, he'll get it. But if not. Then she hasn't eaten in an age. So she got a little rumbly in her tumbly. We're not worthy. But so Arthur We're goes and try and touches the trident and we wait for it to reject him. But in fact, he is the true heir and he is worthy and he becomes imbued with the power of the trident. He's the prime Merlinian. Yes. <laughs> Prime the Atlantean. Only, the only thing dumber than Ocean Master. It's <laughs> not the only thing dumber than Ocean Master. Prime Merlinian. The Prime Merlinian in Horbath. Horbath. It's Horbath. Not how I say it. What was the shop called? Well, you know, Elaine. The Arcana, Arcana Cabana. Cabana. That's right. I don't know if you're aware of this, but um, language evolves. <laughs> it's Horbath. <laughs> Arcana Cabana. <laughs> God. Uh, so Arthur is worthy. The power also judges him, and then he gets some fancy new clothes. Are you gonna write that down? Yes, Arcana I'm Cabana. Use that for something. You got a story for cooking? Not for the game. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then, the true king emerges from the waterfall in his fancy new clothes with his new trident. Oh, yeah, the trident came with clothes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now it's just more of an accessory. And I have to say that it's so dumb, but at least, but he looks the best out of any of, the, any of them in this particular scale suit. But I much prefer Orb's armor over whatever is happening with these outfits. Tony was loving the khakis and the... <laughs> and the button-up shirt that he's wearing. <laughs> Also, it drives me crazy that he swims in his jeans. He's so fucking Jersey. <laughs> he swims in his jeans. He's mobile, you know. He's so fucking Jersey. Like, fucking God, wet jeans are so annoying. Oh, yeah. I cannot 
this guy, this low-key guy who just wants to get in fights and drink all the time, cannot put up with wet jeans. Let's be real. <laughs> Could I get some board shorts? He would be in... Drawscreen like, khakis, basically maybe? Basically what he's wearing for the rest of the movie when you're in the desert all the time. I know. He would be in board shorts constantly. But Definitely wouldn't care about coats. He's in a lot of coats for somebody that goes to the bottom of the ocean. Where, yeah. you know, it's kind of cold. I think maybe that's just, just to not chilly. draw attention to himself. Because if you're somewhere and it's snowing and it's like 10 below and you see some dude in board shorts and coat. <laughs> I mean, it isn't going to so. It's going to draw gonna attention. Yeah. Then I'm going to be like, is that right, dude Filipino? <laughs> because all the Filipino that men dude, I wear, I know wear flip-flops all year round regardless yeah, of the Aquaman weather. Aquaman does not look like a, a Norwegian kind of a guy. No, he already yeah. sticks out. No. Okay. Yeah, it's true. Well, mm-hmm. that was uh, the director made that choice specifically. He wanted it. He wanted Aquaman to be a person of color because he wanted there to be an Avenger or a Justice League member that was a person of color. Besides, there is cyborgs. One. Yeah, like, except well, for the black guy. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the and but cyborg. She's Israeli. Yeah, isn't that the yeah. Eastern? But that's that's what yeah. it said in the trivia, yeah, and I would sure. argue that if you go just by the just the Joss Whedon Justice League that was released, Cyborg was not, not really in there. Really there. <laughs> He's a special appearance. He yeah. like a tertiary object. <laughs> He's you can actually see that he has a whole character <laughs> arc in. It's like, well, he's the, kind of the, the driving force of the movie, and you cut him cut out. out. <laughs> yeah, I never watched the Snyder Cut. Oh, you should. It's good. You know maybe, what? Maybe, I have spring break coming up. Maybe you will for my birthday. <laughs> it's quite good, but it's, it's long. long. It's four hours. You got to be prepared. You're watching in pieces. Yeah, they, they break into there's chapters. So many yeah, other there's. I could do with four hours. You can't watch Pride and Prejudice again. I could. <laughs> <laughs> Not the whole miniseries. It's longer than that. But I but did you could do just that put it on, and you break. could do laundry or a puzzle, or you know, it's like four hours, so it's very long. Um, but they specifically made Orm look like Aquaman in the comics, and uh, Jason Momoa look like Orm in the comics. They also break it up. So you can just watch two hours of it, yeah. and then watch the other two hours later, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's abruptly broken up. It's, it's yeah, no, chapters. it says chapter one, chapter two, oh, chapter okay. three. Yeah, it's not like you. It's I four hours long straight. I intended to break this movie up because I had to watch it during the week, and um, two and a half hours. Then on Monday we were gonna watch it, watch it, and we forgot that it's not on Disney Plus. Yeah, our Disney no, Plus is lost out. For and some Amanda reason, I got in my head that it was on Disney Plus. <laughs> And I tried to get it work, and Amanda had her thing going. I was like, oh, fuck. I can't get Disney Plus to work. I can't get Disney Plus. It was so weird because then the next morning I woke up, and I don't know why I thought this, but as soon as I sat up out of bed, I looked at Carly, and I, it came in my head, and she walked, and she looked at me and walked in the door, and she goes, you know he's a DC character, right? And I was like, I was just thinking that. It was so we fucking weird. It was so weird. And I was like, yeah, we could have watched on HBO. HBO. That's a shared moment right there. It was really crazy. So we watched it last night after my class. Because yeah. <laughs> we didn't get home from Lucy's birthday dinner until like 9.30. We watched... John watched this Wednesday. Wednesday. Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. After we played Demio with Joe. Right. And Dem- then... Demio Joe? Demio I Joe. watched it again Joe yesterday when I got home from work so that I could do my notes. Because I was not going to watch the whole thing when John watched it. I intended to fall asleep, and I didn't. I stayed up till after 11 watching Aquaman. <laughs> and then I watched it again yesterday. <laughs> uh, and it's a long movie. Yes. It's 
spent five hours watching Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it. Yeah, more like hours. six hours because you know I have to pause it to write notes. Mm-hmm. Even I watched the first half hour of it and then I fell asleep and then waited until Carly came on and then I just rewatched the whole thing. Pretty much. Um, but uh, so then we see Nurses Orm and the fishermen are attacking the brine. So they must defeat the brine king and then the brine's army will fall and they'll. And so. Without their king, the brine will follow them, I guess. It's a little convoluted because we have to defeat the brine so that we can have the brine as part of our army for when we attack the surface. Right. Yeah, so the brine will fall, then they'll be united, and they will turn to them. It's a little convoluted. Well, they're kind of dumb monsters, so if you beat them up, they'll be subservient. And they did kill the king of the fish people and say, all right, now the rest of your army, come on. Get them together. Yeah. You're with us, or I'll kill you. <coughs> so they need the Brian King to surrender his forces so that Orm can be Ocean Master. He threatens the Brian King's daughter because she's the heir. So he threatens her to be lead to lead with him, and he's, she's like, okay. The fisherman. Just don't. That kill. was the fisherman. I mean, the well, she's technically she's the queen King now. Is yeah. a giant crustacean, and he's like, I will never bow yeah. to you because well, I can't bend. There is. He's like, That's fine. I've got a lot of melted butter. There's a great battle. We see, I mean, lots of, like, the brine is crab people, and there's also giant crabs that fling lava at the forces of... The rest of the it's like clan. And they're not going down without a fight. They're like, no, you will have to beat us into submission. It's yeah. like when you go eat dinner at your Italian grandma's house. You're like, I don't really need all this, but thank you. <laughs> She's like, that's good, but here's some more. And, you're like, and here's some more. Or, and here's some more. Do you want dessert? And you're like, I don't need all this. <laughs> I said to Tony the other day. But I will I have a slice of pie. Like yeah. You hungry now? Because the crab is going to come. And everybody loves a kaiju. He's a good. You're like, I don't want any more, but then the Karathan pie comes out. You're like, I have Who is voiced by. Julie Andrews, which is kind of fun. Oh, that's right. Or so Orm fights the Brian King and asks for his surrender and allegiance, and, and allegiance to him as Ocean Master. And the Brian King tells him to piss off. So he's gonna kill the Brian King. Well, first Nurse stops him and is like, "We need him. We need him to surrender so that he'll his forces will follow us." But Orm is like, "Fuck you," because the Brian King tells him to piss off. So Orm goes in to kill him. But it's again. Just as Orm goes in for the kill, suddenly there's an earthquake. Oh no, the Carathan attacks. And Aquaman is riding her. He's like, what's up now? Now, um, Volko his shiny is... shiny suit and his shiny trident. <laughs> so it's a good thing Volko is wearing his uh, brown pants. Volko, Volko is watching and he <laughs> says the pants. king has risen. <laughs> and we see Arthur commands the creatures of the oceans to join him. And they do. And they attack the... Um, Atlanteans, the fishermen, and the people of Zebel. On like so, Aquacon. Yeah, so we see the Karathan in all of her glory, which she's very hard to describe. She is a kaiju with... Yeah. Uh, she's like a giant l- crab <laughs> with a like... kaiju's head, and then she has like a tentacle tail? She definitely looks like something they fought in Pacific Rim. Yes. <laughs> But, like, she has tentacles as well, but they're not her legs. So she's got, like, I don't know, a cat of nine tails or something. It's very, yeah, she's, she's very gigantic. Nondescript sea creatures. She's unique. And Arthur uses his um, powers to get the creatures, like the mounts, uh, the guys. from the other armies yeah. to turn on Sharks them. 
And then Mira, uh, Arthur gets knocked off of the Carathon and he lands next to Mira. She's on a whale and she says that they have to stop the fighting because there's too many casualties, which makes sense because if you're going to become a king so that you can stop the fighting, perhaps we shouldn't kill all of the people you want to rule. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying that's only logical. Perhaps we should stop, stop the, the fighting. fighting. <laughs> so she says, um, I'm find my father. You go defeat Orm. And um, he's... All right. And he's scared. He's like, I don't know if I can do it. And she's like, last time you fought on his turf. Now you make him fight on yours. And he's like, okay. So now you have then we a have, super powerful trident. Then, and they go to a bar. Nope. <laughs> they don't go to a bar. That would be cool. Now we have the mid-battle makeout scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tony's like, we got to stop the fighting. Too many people are dying. Let's make out for a few yeah. minutes. We got time. There's always mm-hmm. time. She's got to go make sure her father doesn't die. But let's 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 make out for well, a few that, minutes. There's precedent. Remember, um, she got a wedding. In the mask. There's always time for one last kiss. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, Stanley yeah. Dipshit, whatever the name was. Yeah. Ipkiss. Yeah, that too. Uh, Mira reaches her father. His guards are going to kill her. And he says, stop. Let her through. She's a daughter of Zebel. And um, she tells her father that he needs to stop the fighting and that um, Arthur has the trident. And um, that if he really believes in all these laws, um, having the trident makes Arthur king by their most sacred law. And he the must. The law of I hold the fancy stick. And if he doesn't, <laughs> if he if he doesn't adhere to that, then um, all of the things that he spouts is nonsense. And he says, Arthur is king. He's just, just there. He's, He's got committed. the trident. That's it. That's it. I'm committed. I haven't seen a turn like that. Since, also, uh, as much as she was like, I can never Don't go home. Dick. Even my father right. won't accept me. He loves his daughter. Yes, he does. <laughs> and she's like, look. You've been telling me my whole life that all this shit's true. If you really believe it, then right now, he's king. And he's yep. like, all right, he's king. I so love you. Papa, don't I preach. believe this shit, <laughs> but let's do it. Orm and Arthur, um, Orm chases Arthur to the surface, and everybody else follows. Now, okay, we are in a giant underwater battle, but for some reason, there is a boat on the surface, and not... Big boat. It's like Big a... Big boat. It's like an upside-down aircraft carrier or something because why is there propellers out of... The, something has happened. We don't know. <laughs> just, just go with it. The city is fine, and I have a bow and arrow. We need a large platform but it's for real, Aquaman to be... With propellers on one side that could kill you. But, ass in the air. But it's really weird because this looks like a upside-down barge or something because yeah. the propellers are up out of the... Like it's gone belly up. And then we see... The ship, Orm's ship, rise up, which we've seen come out of the ocean before because it came up under Manta when he went to pay Manta off. And that one's all, like, iridescent and, like, the thing from the abyss. And we can see that off to one side, but that's not what they're fighting on. Mm-hmm. But, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Arthur challenges Orm as the people's witness. And... Um, he says that thing back by bloodshed will decide the will of the God. I wrote it down and I can't remember what it was. And uh, they have a fight. And it's going a little back and forth, a little back and forth, just like last time. But then Arthur remembers 
Valco special water shield thing. thing. <laughs> it's this movie's crane kick. If we do right, yeah. no can defend. He does their special crane kick. No and it manages to knock um, Orm oh. back. And then he does this cool jump thing and shatters Orm's trident. And just like when his trident was, his quindent was destroyed, Orm is distraught. He can't believe what's happening. And then... Can't be a king without a trident. And he's like, kill me. Do Arthur it. goes in for the right. kill and he I mean. stops. He stops millimeters from Orm's skin. Goose and Orm tells him to finish it. Mercy is not the way of their people. Mercy and is Arthur weak. won't do it. He's <laughs> like, I don't know if you've noticed, but I'm not like you. Bitch. And then Atlanta says... Atlanta waits until her one son almost kills her other son. <laughs> and then and she then, pops out. No more killing! No more, no more fighting! You boys don't knock it off. And then she he goes... both by ear. And then this time, Orm goes, Mom? It's like, wait, what? And then she comes He's, up and she hugs him and she's like, My son, I love you, I've missed you so. And then he's like, I thought you were dead. And she says, Arthur saved me. And then he says, You're with Arthur? And she says... I love both my sons, but you've been misguided. You've been a, you've been the bad boy. But you're wrong, and yes, I'm siding with your brother. Ooh. It's very hurtful. How he's like, mom, mom, and he slams the door. He plays first, nine inch nails real First, loud. she betrays. <laughs> I hurt myself <laughs> today. And then Volko appears, and he has Orm taken into custody. And as Orm is being escorted, no, well, I was gonna say escorted away. Um, then Arthur says, when you're ready, we'll talk. But how can we trust but make sure he has these a men to take Orm into custody? Because three minutes ago, these was, were his most trusted guards. Yeah. He was the ocean master back then. He's not the well, ocean master. Maybe we'll find out in Aquaman 2. Tony tried to pull up a trailer, but none of them were real. So. <laughs> a bunch of fake-ass trailers. Because they don't know what but... they do with that movie still. Yeah. <laughs> They're still recutting that motherfucker. Mira makes the stupidest speech yet in this movie. Like a billion dollars to break even at this point. Oh, God. Well, Mira Shoot. makes... I'm wondering, I'm wondering that about D&D. I've seen... I don't watch TV, and I've seen... I've had to see a commercial for that at least a thousand times. Like every fa- every YouTube, Facebook thing, it's all over everywhere. I was like, man, you guys spent a lot of money on advertising. I hope it pays off. I'm very excited for that movie. Um, I'm too. But- so Mira makes a stupid speech for the 80th time, and the people people all cheer, hail to the king. <laughs> stupid speech. And for he the says, "That <laughs> <laughs> flew under the radar." <laughs> but and he says to her, "What do we do now?" And she goes, "Now you lead your people." And he's like, "Okay, I don't wanna." <laughs> yeah. it's like, I never but wanted any like, of this. He's like, "All right, all right sounds Riddick. fun," and then kisses her on the head. Like, what? Sure. But then we see Tom, old Tom Curry, staring. He's walking down to his dock like he does every morning at sunrise to wait for Atlanta. And he looks up, and there she is. What? And they run towards each other, and they hug, and Elaine notices that this bitch didn't even comb her hair to meet the man of her dreams. (laughs) Very upset. She did change her clothes. Because <laughs> when she yes, came up on, she the, gets a new outfit. on the boat, 
she was in this like shimmery flowy well, see, thing. Here's and the now thing. she's back in scales. Now I feel like she was wearing her scale suit, but it was so torn that they put that shimmery gown on her. Like, over. I mean, now she's gotten a new scale suit. Because <laughs> she's had a couple days. And um, then we get a voiceover by Aquaman. Oh, and yeah. he says, A son of the land, a king of the seas, I am the protector of the deep. I am Aquaman. Very reminiscent to Tony's Iron Man thing, mm-hmm. I will say. And then we get credits. There is a mid credit scene oh, we where <laughs> there's a mid credit scene. We turned it off when the credits started because Tony was like, how, many, how long are the credits? 12 minutes almost. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the mid credit scene, we see some fishermen and they find Black Manta on a piece of wreckage, which is really weird because I didn't see any wreckage when he went into the ocean in Italy. No. No. But he's like on he part like of a right fence. At the base of the rocks. It looks what? like he's on mm-hmm. part of a fence or the side of a boat, which is weird. And um, then, so they find his body, and then we flash to him recovering in a bed. Um, he's got one eye band. He's out of his suit. Like a pirate. he's got one eye bandaged. He doesn't like. He's got you know. And he sounds like Johnny Depp. And um, there's Savvy. a new. We hear on the news that same story with that Doctor Shin talking about the people of Atlantis. And then and I'm like Agent Wu better get his ass back in Marvel. <laughs> and then we look up and we see that he is in the secret stalker hideout of Doctor Shin, who wants Manta to show him how to find the people of Atlantis. Oh. So. And then. And then that's the end. There's no post credit scene. John, you can go first. What did you think? My favorite character is Aquaman <laughs> because he's cool. My least favorite character is Mira, because Amber Heard. Mm-hmm. Yep. My favorite scene is when the bikers are like, are you Aqua Boy? Aqua Man. Can I get a picture? And they all have a good time. Because mm-hmm. it's out of the ordinary what you'd expect. Yeah. And that's probably the funnest scene in the movie. Um, my favorite line is, I am Tom, keeper of the lighthouse. <laughs> okay. And my favorite tertiary object. Don't know. It's really not a lot. Italy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Italy. We're gonna go with Italy. All right. Because it's fun. And I will give this a yay, uh, a soft yay. Okay. Because <laughs> it's entertaining enough. One of DC's better movies, but that's not saying a whole hell of a lot either. <laughs> All of DC's movies are good. No, they're not. Except for that second Suicide Squad. Yeah, that wasn't very good. I didn't watch that. You didn't miss much. People really liked it. Uh, the Harley <laughs> Quinn movie was fucking terrible. I'm not uh, watching I, that. I actually turned that off. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> and there was only a half an hour left. And I was like, like, I can't take no. this anymore. <laughs> this is trash. I When they decided not to do a Harley and Joker movie, um, I decided I didn't need to watch that. No, I, I watched it. It was on HBO. When they ruined every character in that movie, I was like, yeah. wow. I was like, I really like Huntress. And I really love Cassandra Cain. And they absolutely ruined them. Yeah, they're terrible. Anyway. They were like, hey, uh, Cassandra Cain, she was raised by ninjas and she's mute. And she's like the best hand-to-hand fighter in D.C. Really? No, no, no. She's a hacker that likes music. Oh, that's similar. Mm-hmm. Not at all. They, they, went, they, they tried to do a thing. They updated for modern audience. Yeah. Didn't work. Good job. All right. Who's next? Tony. 
My favorite character is Aquaman. Mm-hmm. My least favorite character is Amber Heard, uh-huh. not not Mira. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. My favorite line is uh, when he's when uh, his dad's dying. He's like, and, and it's cool because Manta like kind of clenches his fist and he's like, "Please save him," even though he knows he's a piece of shit. And he goes, "You kill innocent people, ask the sea for mercy." And then he just leaves his fucking ass. Which it little ties into my favorite scene is when he lets Manta's dad die because it's really cool. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool way to show his character setup. He does regret it later because when he's on the boat with uh, Mira on the way to the trench and she's like, who was that guy? And he's like, well, that was my mortal enemy. I, and it's my fault because <laughs> yeah. I left his dad to die. So we did. he did realize maybe that's not a good thing. Um, my favorite Trisha object is a tie. Okay. Between the trench coat that Arthur wears in the beginning, I think it's pretty cool, mm-hmm. and the drummer that happens to be an octopus. <laughs> oh, his sidekick from the comics? I guess. No, it's in Is the it? trivia. It's his sidekick from the comics. I can't comic. say that I've read a lot of the, Aquaman comics. So. <laughs> the director wanted to get him in the movie somehow. and That's so how he did it? That's how he did it. Okay. And, uh, oh, yeah, this movie, I went in going, ugh. I don't know if this is going to be good. But at the end, I was like, this is... If it was shorter, I'd probably watch it more. It's a a hump, you know, Mm -hmm. going through this. But it was fun. It's a fun movie. I like it. I feel like it would be hard to edit it You'd have to cut it back. You'd have to make it either about about Black Manta or about Ocean. Because I already feel like they're... I feel like we need more information than what they gave us. (laughs) Because it... So I feel like it would be hard to edit it down more than this. Mm Mm-hmm. Although I don't know what they've already cut out. I was gonna say I maybe just re-edit. <laughs> maybe just re-edit it all together and yeah. do a different tone of movie. Carly. All right, my favorite character, also shocker, Aquaman. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> my least favorite character was Orm, mm-hmm. Ocean Master. Mm, I've heard. My favorite scene was the trench and getting the trident. Mm-hmm. My favorite line. Was we got a bogey on our six. What does that even mean? Bad guys behind us. Why did you just say that? (laughs) (laughs) And my favorite tertiary object was the lighthouse. Because you just don't see lighthouse keepers. Mm -hmm. Tony was like, is that still a thing? I was like, I mean, maybe. Maybe. For traditional means and purposes. But I don't think that people rely on them to not hit the rocks. People live in them. (laughs) And they probably still. The only ones I've ever seen have been abandoned or beat or roped off, so I don't know. Mm -hmm. But there may be. And I'll also give it a yay. It's a light yay if it were shorter. And I do think that they should have either done a movie with Manta or with Orm. I think trying to do both did is what made it long it was like two separate stories that they tried to make into one and if i were going to make it shorter i would do one or the other not both um but if it were two hours instead of two and a half hours then i probably would have seen it again since we saw it in the theater because Mm -hmm. tony would have watched it (laughs) (laughs) all right and i wouldn't have left because it's fun by the end you're like that was fun in the beginning you're like this is an undertaking. <laughs> well, and that's why when we were talking earlier and I'm like, I remember Amber Heard being really annoying in this and she's not. Mm-hmm. She, I could have used any other actress in this role, but I, but she's not terrible. The character I remembered being more annoying than it is. Mm-hmm. All right, then. I, my favorite character is also Aquaman. 
But I really do like Orm as well. Yeah, I do too. I really like him. <laughs> uh, my least favorite character is actually Manta. I feel like... I don't know. I feel like he shouldn't have... Like, I get why he was there and how they tried to get him in the story because they want us to, you know... Ooh, it's Black Manta. You He's know? only real bad guy, yeah. Yeah, it's his moral enemy. He could enemy. have been the bad guy of movie two. <laughs> but, um, I think they should have had him in that beginning scene where it gives you a, a villain for the next movie. Yeah. But I feel like... Come back. No, they just, they just shoehorn them in. I feel like it was kind of a waste... And we get to see little bits of Manta, and it's like, oh, there's an interesting character here, but we don't ever get to see it. And then how quickly he becomes just this crazy revenge. But could we get a little bit more about this guy who's super technically... Um, well, the original Black Manta was uh, racist, and he wanted to make a home underwater for African-American people. <laughs> interesting. So they changed that. But I just feel like there was... I don't know. I feel like this character, I didn't... I, I just didn't need it. Mm-hmm. And I, at the same time, I kind of wanted more. I just didn't like it. But I really liked Orm, so I couldn't pick him. Um, my favorite scene is when they dive into the trench. So I really love the visual effect of the red light yeah. and them falling and seeing all of the horrible sea monsters around them. It kind of looked like an inverse of Constantine yeah. with all the zombies or whatever they were. Yeah. Demons trying to get him as he went up. But... And I've seen, I've sometimes I've seen similar things, but like it's beautifully done with the CGI and the way the light is, and I just really like it. So that's my favorite scene. My favorite tertiary object is going to be the biker's pink phone case because it is an <laughs> awesome hot pink. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to yay this movie. I like it. I think it's fun, and this is the kind of movie that I like. I wish it was a little bit. better written because it is a little bit incoherent and they do like they don't give us enough exposition like oh my god could you please explain what the rules are for the fucking (laughs) challenge of the kings (laughs) but at the same time and they're just gonna let aquaman be king what the fuck this man is not qualified Thank God. Well, he showed up with the long lost queen who was a traitor and yeah. he has the trident. <laughs> Seems like they made a bunch of bad decisions. Should probably not let this guy be king. I Maybe feel like in the water too long. Atlanta was not a traitor but a deserter. Like she ran away from all of her responsibilities. I feel like that is the shitty thing she did not like just cuz she yeah. had a Yeah, whatever. She wasn't married to that dude yet, so it's not like she was they she were run away bride. Yeah, she was. She was a runaway bride, which is shitty. But anyway. it's a good movie. I like it. If you haven't seen it in a while, maybe you should rewatch it because I think it rewatches better than you remember. Mm-hmm. I it's agree. Good for me. All right. Mm-hmm. And that is Aquaman. Carly, tell me your closing song is Under the Sea. It should be. <laughs> Right. Now. Please find us on Facebook.com slash the underappreciated movie podcast. And email unmoviepodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think about this and any other movie, really, that we've done. Uh, or talked about how we might do. <laughs> and tune in next week. On the podcast. For John's pick. You seem confused by this. Do you have a movie? Yeah. We haven't talked about it. Cat got an ass. Whoa. Are there mustaches in Mexico? Damn. I hope so. Do Italians love pizza? Maybe. American Italians, yes. Italian, Italy Italians, maybe. Love pizza. 
know. It's anyway. not the same, though. It's not. It's different, but it's still pizza. Anyway, I'm going with 2012's Rock of Ages. Really? Tom Cruise? Yeah. I've never seen that. It's a musical. Well, I've never I, seen I've it heard, either. but I've never uh, seen that. So. Elaine and I watched this like a year ago, and I was like, you know, I'm going to do this for the podcast. Cool. And it finally came up. Well, you know, I, 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 I do it. maintain I, that it. Tom Cruise is an excellent actor. <laughs> and it has a bunch of people in this that I don't like, but the movie like works. Like Milana Ackerman? Yes, hate her. Milana Oh, the... I know, she Watchmen. Was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was terrible. Give her a take. I've never seen her or anything, and I'm like, no, she's important I don't in this movie. Milana Ackerman. Whatever. Maybe we'll go back to the podcast. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. 